giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big Husky Kids. I don't know what the, the reverse shack is, but that's what I feel like we got here. I'll tell you, without seeing it firsthand, I'll tell you, when I took my pants off at the vasectomy, I felt like I had the reverse shack. <laughs> I felt like I was being judged. You were on the table, man. This guy man. looks at Saxon and Rods for a living, and I felt like he was chuckling at me. I feel like Saxon and Rods was like a country music Sax duo and Rods. from back in the 70s. You got to get your uh, Western gear at Saxon and Rods. That's right. <laughs> Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot! And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. Or what? Cracks and gaps. Re-rocket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Football Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Saturday Showcase. We'll get you ready for all the big games tomorrow. That is coming up at 334. NFL picks in the 4 o'clock hour. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Well, here we are. <laughs> we are waiting again from to get some sort of word from the Big Ten Conference about what Michigan's punishment or lack thereof is going to be. I mean, you could tell that ESPN has no affiliation with the Big Ten anymore because they didn't know what the hell was going on. For about two hours, they had a shot of Michigan's bus. They had Feinbaum talking on the air. They were just waiting. They were waiting for this punishment to come down, and nothing has happened so far. We're at 3 o'clock. These two teams, Michigan and Penn State, play tomorrow at noon, and there is still speculation that Jim Harbaugh will be suspended for that game. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, I I keep going back and forth in my head. The longer this drags on, thinking, one, we always see when, when there's not good news or there's news that someone's not proud of, like they have to fire someone or there's an apology that has to be issued. Five or o'clock something. on a Friday. Yep, that's when you do it. So I'm... If, if we're waiting until 5 o'clock or later on a Friday to put this out, which maybe they aren't, maybe this is just when it's coming down any moment, but if, it, if it's Friday at 5, is that going to be something that the rest of the country outside of Michigan is going to look at this and go, that's stupid, and what a dumb punishment or what a non-punishment that is? Or is it going to be something that they feel like outside of Columbus it's going to be very unpopular because I, I honestly can't tell where the national people you know are on this anymore. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I don't know what's happened this week. I really don't. Where I, I read some of these pieces where it's almost like, can you believe what they're doing to Jim Harbaugh in <laughs> Michigan? Right. And this is not just Michigan pieces. This is national people writing this. They've become somehow the victim here. And yeah. I don't understand why or how. I I am with you. I it makes no sense to me. The the notion that Connor Stallions had this whole thing going. There's the Michigan men are saying there hasn't even been an investigation. Do you have to have an investigation when you literally have every school in the conference going, we checked our records. He here's his name, yeah, his email, his credit card. Here's some pictures of him. Here's pictures on or, the sidelines. Yeah. Or here's here's the people who were at those games. Here's video of them videotaping the other sideline. We got all that. So they've sent that to the conference. They've sent that to the NCAA. That's clear proof that that guy was sending people out to scout. Now, Jim Harbaugh's role in that is certainly, I understand from a legal sense, 
unclear. Do they have an email where he's like, Connor, did you get those Purdue tickets? If not, make sure you buy them for we need to do our spying as quickly as possible. That that I don't think there's going to be, right? But the fact that the NCAA has a rule that says you can already punish someone if you just think they are not controlling the program. Connor Stallion signing dudes up for business deals they apparently wanted nothing to do with. This guy being a complete dirtbag, that's not enough for you to look at Jim Harbaugh and say, yeah, that's not good. He hired this guy and is incompetent. Maybe it's not something the Big Ten should be suspending him for, but in my mind, there's no way you can look at this and not see that it's not... You, there's no way you can look at this and, and see somebody who is acting with the best intentions of sportsmanship. At the very least, you can see a guy who looked the other way while info was being given no. to him that was valuable. You know what? Um... I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow at noon. I assume that Michigan's going to go into Penn State. They're already wearing their T-shirts, Michigan against everybody versus everybody versus the yeah, world. They've been on that all year. What, whatever. That's fine. We <laughs> do that, too. Ryan Day right. does that. It's the war cry for everybody. Nobody believes in us. But let's say they do suspend Jim Harbaugh for tomorrow. What does that do? Nothing. Nothing. If Nothing. anything, it gives them a boost. Probably. Their, their, their game plan isn't affected. They're still going to have the same coordinators on the sideline calling the plays. They're going to go out there then with extra motivation to prove everybody wrong and show everybody that they're the real deal. This is the first ranked opponent, Penn State is, that they've played all season long. They've been licking their lips waiting for this moment. The fact that Jim Harbaugh is there or not there on the sideline tomorrow does not matter for them. I agree with you. In fact, I still contend, and I know that the popular sentiment on this has changed, but what were we saying about Jim Harbaugh for years prior to 2021? We were saying how this guy was a dumb guy when it comes to big games, made dumb decisions, bad calls that affected his team, was not able to get his guys mostly up to play. Are you talking about James Franklin? No, him too. I'm just saying, you could be talking about James Franklin. Right. But Harbaugh was that guy that we said wasn't that great in games. Then... They've beat Ohio State twice in a couple years now that should be at least scrutinized over how they did that suddenly. No, how dare you do that? And and suddenly now it's like, how dare you impeach the great game coach that is Jim Harbaugh? He's a brilliant man. He was stupid before all this. It seems stupid that you would give your program over to Connor, whatever his name is, Connor Stallions. Almost said Connor Bedard, him too. Oh, I'll take and him. Connor McDavid. Yeah, I'll take him. I, I would take him too. I'm just saying, Connor Stallions. That seems like a blind spot. Jim Harbaugh's dumb enough to do that, but the national media narrative almost is this is so unfair to how Michigan is being treated. So I don't know what the Big Ten views as I being. Know, I don't. I'm saying I don't know what they think is unpopular. Would they think suspending him at all is going to be unpopular, so they're waiting to lay that out? Or do they think they're not going to suspend him, and then that's going to be unpopular with the segment of college football fans, and they don't want to get that out until late in the day? Either way, I don't think the Big Ten is going to be very popular with whatever decision they make. You were not here yesterday. We talked to Rittenberg, who covers all of college football for ESPN, but he's he's knee-deep in this. Yes, of course. He spent, he's the guy who sent Central Michigan yeah. the the video and said, is this Connor Stallions or who is this guy? And I had asked him, you know, if, if the punishment does turn out to be light or nothing from the Big Ten Conference, what does that do to the other coaches and schools in this conference that are pissed off about this, right? Yeah. We rarely hear coaches and schools come out and comment on other teams' business. We have seen that a lot here. 
and no one has been jumping to Michigan's defense. Now, maybe you're saying, well, they're doing that because they're recruiting against Michigan and they're the big bad. And let me tell you something, man. Brett Bielema and the, whatever the dude's name is from Purdue, from Purdue, who I've forgotten what his name is already, Ryan Walters, is that it? I think you're right. Anyway, they're not going after the same type of talent that Michigan and Ohio State's going after. You've got these coaches coming out and speaking on this. And Rittenberg said, yeah, well, if they're upset, though, what are they going to do? Leave the conference? No, but they can all get together and tell Tony Petiti to take a hike. Yeah, they can if, all if do that. If all the presidents of the universities agree I mean. with their football the coaches, the Big Ten sure. Conference ultimately is there to serve their member institutions. If all but one feel like they're not being served properly, then that's a problem for the Big Ten leadership, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like that's the biggest takeaway that's being ignored nationally when people say, "Oh, everyone's cheating," like Dan Wetzel out there saying, "Oh, look, everyone is getting info. What are you guys complaining about?" When all the dirty cheaters that are Division One head coaches look around the den of thieves and go, yeah, but screw that guy yeah, specifically, exactly. that's when I think it's worth pointing out that is above and beyond. Now, I know some of Jim Harbaugh's buddies have since come out in the coaching fraternity and kind of defended him a little bit. Or you get some unnamed staffer who's like, I used to work at other Big Ten schools and saying, I, this, I gave information to people. Right. Not the same thing, not obtained the same way, not done the same way. It is very telling to me when the outlaws and thieves go, but that guy is the one who's really, we all can't stand him. I just wonder what the holdup is. I know know there's conspiracy theories too. It's Veterans Day. By the way, happy Veterans Day to all those who have served. Um, We appreciate the hell out of you. I hope you're enjoying the day. I was going to say and doing something fun, but you're listening to us. So... (laughs) So no, you're not. That's out the window. Yeah. But there's a conspiracy theory that there the courts are closed in the state of Michigan, except for one. One court has stayed open today. And some people think it's because they've stayed open because if the Big Ten comes down with some sort of punishment for Michigan, Michigan could then file paperwork and sue them in that one court of law. This is what people are doing now. <laughs> Right? We're, Do we know if that's the become, reason that it's open? or is I, no, that just, We don't know. Of course okay, we don't okay. know that. I'm sure there's a perfectly logical reason for why this one court has stayed open. Sure. I'm sure across the country, there's probably some sort of rule on the books that says one court has to stay open somewhere in some jurisdiction. I don't know. But this is where we are right now because the Big Ten keeps dragging their feet. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, don't, know what, I don't know what to make of it, honestly, because all yesterday, even when I was off, I was... Checking the phone to see, all right, well, the, at some point this is going to come we're down. We were waiting for it yesterday. We, I, we, were told, we were told Wednesday, like we were told before Wednesday that it would come down on Wednesday. Yes. We had heard that behind the scenes from people that seemed to know things that that's the expectation from the Big Ten. So either the Big Ten has gotten very cold feet all of a sudden because I, I don't know what they expected Michigan to just go. Okay. Are they worried about right. lawyers? Can't, can I just throw something else at you? What's I don't that? think this is likely, but the delay makes me think that something else is, is going on. Could it be that evidence was presented? Michigan... By the way, Ward Manuel and Jim Harbaugh were never friends. No, They, they didn't see eye to eye to begin with. And there's other stuff brewing around this program. There's 
you know, coaches being investigated, former coaches being investigated by the FBI. You've got Harbaugh already took a suspension this year. More investigation from the NCAA's in the offing. Could it be that Michigan and Harbaugh, after they got wind of what the punishment was, <laughs> are negotiating a buyout settlement? And that's the delay. Uh, that could that could potentially that's, that's be it. That's off the wall. I know that. That could potentially be it. I doubt it, though. I'll tell you what. We just, in the last minute, there's been an update. Not There is not What's a decision. The there's not a decision. It's from Heather Denich, who had reported right, earlier. Right, we'll it was going to be today. Yeah. We'll come back. We'll tell you what the latest is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for eastbound I-70 on the west side between Central Avenue and 315. Things are stop and go there, causing a couple-minute delay. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour. Valid at participating locations. While supplies last, dine-in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole with 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It is Football Friday. We are sitting here waiting for some sort of Big Ten decision on Michigan and the sign stealing. Here is an update from Heather Dinich. She says, Big Ten decision still expected today, but it's taking longer than expected because of the legality involved in the process and documents. <laughs> did, okay. Did this take everybody by surprise today? I guess. I mean, I, didn't the Big Ten know what the hell they were going to do? Well, the the way I would look at that, and granted, I am biased in, uh, in that I am someone who thinks Jim Harbaugh should be punished for what he did. I would say Ryan Day should be punished, by the way, if he was doing what Jim Harbaugh was doing, for whatever that's worth. But I'm sure no one will believe that up in you know Ann Arbor. But this I read as... We are going to give him something suspension wise that will cause a massive uproar and they are going to his, their lawyers are instantly going to file and say he should be allowed to do X, Y and Z. All right. And then a judge is going to have to rule on that. We want to make sure everything that we're putting out there is as legally sound as we can so that we can try to enforce our punishment. The trouble with this for me, if I'm the Big Ten Let's say they found this out in May. Then they have time to, you know, they can put out a statement. They can say, we're going to investigate. They can do an investigation. They can then decide before like August what the punishment is. And then that little appeals process can happen. And you can try to say, all right, here's what happened. Eventually, Jim Harbaugh is going to coach or not based on this punishment because of this thing we found. The issue becomes you find this out in the middle of the season I get that the Big Ten wants to get a ruling quickly because the games are still going on. If this guy cheated, or if we know we know they got info that they shouldn't have had, we know they got it in a way that runs afoul of all the rules about that. If the Big Ten feels that the evidence is compelling enough, they're saying, why would we let this guy go and play this year and coach this year when it's very likely that if we're going to hit him with a big NCAA hammer next year or the Big Ten could give him like a year-long suspension, whatever, we don't want to do that after he's already left for the NFL. We got to get him now before he leaves. Otherwise, guys will do this all the time and get away with it. 
If we take two years like the NCAA does, we'll never get to punish anybody that does wrong in our conference. I actually think that's a good thing they want to move quickly on this, but I'm guessing because of that, if they are going to punish him and suspend him, they know that Michigan's going to try to say, get an injunction so we he can still coach. And then, then, you're, then your punishment is essentially feckless. It has no effect. It has no value. So I feckless. Yeah, go look it up. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just that's not a word that we hear Feck. often. F E C K L E S S. Feckless. That's right. It's a real word. I do I, I look, I'm not sticking up for for Harbaugh here at all. But isn't it a little ridiculous? Maybe there is no suspension coming, but isn't it a little ridiculous that it's 3:23 the day before and this dude doesn't know if he's going to coach a football game tomorrow? Well, I'll tell you what. He knows he knows he's going to coach if I was now, I'm thinking like I'm Harbaugh for a second. I'm saying I defy you. What are you going to do, Tony Petiti? You going to come down there and take me off the sidelines yourself? Who's going to stop me? Like I, I would go out there and say I defy you to pull me off the field at Penn State. Well, probably his own school would stop him. I mean, he's going to hightail it and leave, but Michigan they, still has to deal with the the aftermath. Would yes, they? I, I think I'm they saying would. if you look at how Michigan was responding to this, where everything you're hearing from Michigan is. Not only that, like the rumors that they wanted to give him like a new contract and all that crap, which by the way, they never actually they did. They've never done that. But that's the rumor is they want to get that to show support for their guy. And if all the boosters at Michigan are telling Ward Manuel, hey, I know you don't like Jim Harbaugh, but we do. And we want this. We want you to stand Except behind for him. That one booster that leaked the damn story. Well, <laughs> true enough. That's one. The, the rogue agent, apparently, who doesn't like him. I'm saying the way the Michigan men have all rallied around this lately makes me believe they would all support him doing that. At some point, I could see this becoming a it's us against the world thing like everyone, as I, uh, you said, tries to do. I, I don't want to keep harping on this, but I will because I'm rarely right about things. But isn't this fun? Isn't it fun when Michigan's relevant and good? Man, it was so boring when the Buckeyes would beat them every single year and there were questions about who they were going to fire this year because they're not living up to expectations and what a disaster they've been and an embarrassment. Man, that was really boring, wasn't it? I like this so much better. We're staring at two straight losses and Michigan's the evil undefeated villain who's got your number. Who is starting to get everyone around college football to go, yeah, actually, I kind of feel bad for them. The sympathetic hero. And let me tell you something. I root for Michigan every day unless it's Ohio State game day because it makes the game more fun. If you are watching Penn State, Michigan tomorrow and you're right. rooting for Michigan tomorrow, I have no idea how to relate to that. Don't don't even turn the radio on to us no. next week because no. you're not a human being. I, I don't <laughs> look. I don't like Penn. I hate Penn State. I, I hate said it this a million times. I hate Penn State. I'm glad they're not going to be on the schedule every single year going forward. They do nothing for me. They should fire James Franklin. All of that. If I'm going to be rooting like hell for Penn State tomorrow, that never happens. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. You know, we were talking with uh, Sweet Lou, our station manager, and he brought something up that I I don't think is likely to happen, but it's certainly, it made me scratch my head a little bit as a, it's a, it's a, it's an out there possibility, but it is a possibility. We already know Michigan State's looking for a new head coach. Yes. Northwestern's looking for a new head coach. Yes. Uh, Iowa, Iowa could be looking for a new head coach. Maybe, maybe. Well, if Kirk Ferentz decides, if he decides to call it quits. I mean, I know what he's saying now. He's right. saying I intend to be back, but I wonder once the off season hits, if he looks at the situation and says, "You know what? I've done what I can do, and you've treated my son wrongly. I'm out of here." Yeah, perhaps that happens too. But here, here's something that seems like at least a far out but still possible thing that could happen if 
Penn State loses tomorrow to Michigan, which seems like it could. I mean, how many times does James Franklin have to lose to Ohio State and Penn State, or I'm sorry, Ohio State and Michigan in the same season before they say, you know, why, why are we paying this guy all this money to not get the job done and not get us over the hump? That that could be a thing where maybe Penn State decides to go a different direction. Well, I don't... That's a possibility. I, I can't believe they gave him the extension a couple years ago because they were so worried about him going to USC. Who the hell cares? <laughs> right. Who cares? I don't he, know. He can't beat the two teams on the schedule that you need to beat. Yeah, I almost feel like he didn't take the USC job. If I remember correctly, it was he was he wasn't possibly, in the running for the USC. That's job. my point. Is that he didn't? They didn't necessarily give him the money to keep him from going. He didn't get it, and then they said, "Well." I guess we have to give him an extension to show that we we didn't. This isn't like a second choice for him or us. Like we we actually it want was, this guy. It was leaked out that he was. They were hot and heavy for him. It was never true. It was planted by his insiders. And yeah. you know what? He parlayed that into a big deal. Yeah, I guess good for him. I guess. But there's a possibility he's gone if they lose to Michigan tomorrow. If Michigan beats Ohio State, and let's say it's not like the last couple years where it kind of got away at the end. Let's say it's start to finish a bloodbath. Again, I don't want to see that, but let's say Michigan destroys Ohio State. There is a scenario where Ryan Day does not survive that. Before the season, I would have told you, yes, absolutely. But after Gene announced that he's going to be retiring... That's right. I, I don't think there's any way Gene Smith, after this season, makes a football coaching change and just says to the new AD, uh, here, I fired this guy. Here's your new guy. Good luck. I, I don't think that happens. Yeah. I, I have to guess Ohio State must have some insight as to who they think is going to be the next AD. I would think, you know, Jim Gene Smith's going to pick that guy or gal to do that. I would think there would probably be some consultation about Hey, this could I happen. Think so that's a pretty big decision. But what I'm saying is, we know that Gene Smith runs the athletic department. Insofar as the boosters allow the athletic director to run an athletic department these days, but there's always the booster culture you have to appease. And there's a chance that Jim Harbaugh leaves for the NFL because he knows punishment's coming. But he's beaten Ryan Day and James Franklin, and both those guys get fired, and you could have. You could have Iowa looking for a coach. You could have Iowa, Michigan State, Northwestern looking for a coach. Michigan State, Michigan. And all those those schools. Yeah. That could be a That seems like a... It's not going to happen. Less than 5% chance that happens. But it's a a possibility that I had not yet considered until today. And that is wild. We get you ready for all the big games tomorrow with Saturday's Showcase. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Traffic is stop and go southbound 270 on the east outer belt between Main Street and 70 east side. And things are slow southbound 71 north side between Hudson Street and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Tipico Sportsbook. Kick off football season with Tipico Sportsbook. Download and enter promo code OHIO150 to claim your exclusive welcome offer. $150 in bet credits and a $30 football bonus. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Nicole for 97.1 Fan Track. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. All right, we have a thing. We're going to push Saturday's showcase back to the top of the hour. So, 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Pete Thamel, college football insider for ESPN. He tweets this out. Sources. That's an important word right there. Sources. The Big Ten is expected to discipline Michigan for the in-person scouting and ongoing sign-stealing investigation. And will prohibit Jim Harbaugh from being on the sideline until the conclusion 
of the regular season, he will be allowed to coach during the week. So far, this is the only person I've seen with this information. Doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah, I'm not even seeing like Heather Dinich or any of the others like re- retweeting it. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me. I haven't actually checked her page, so maybe I'm no, wrong. No, she but- hasn't done it because I have her up on here. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's let's assume this is real, and because this is real, Pete Thamel. I mean, this is unless his account was hacked. This is him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I also kind of think it's real because it's got like a couple of typos. <laughs> like he was trying to hammer it out quickly because oh, quite sure. got it as, as soon as he got it, he's probably trying to. This is unprecedented. Beat other if that's the case, also, this is pretty much the Big Ten saying we know that you knew something or you should have known something, and we feel like it's only appropriate to punish you and not punish your team. I mean, well, is that the way you read? Yeah, it? I never thought. I would have been shocked, I guess, if the Big Ten came out and said, we're punishing the team just because I don't think they'd have the guts to do that because they would argue, and I'm sure a legal argument would pop up about what does this have to do with the players and why are you punishing them? I guess you could make that same argument of why are you punishing Harbaugh, but the answer is because he's in control because of the he's team. he's the head coach and he's paid millions of dollars to know his what the going on. Connor that's, Stallion, that's why. He hired Connor Stallions to do a job, and then that guy ended up being, if you want to call him a rogue agent, fine, but... Jim Harbaugh had no idea about the rogue agent happening. If that's the defense Michigan wants to offer, it's, the, uh, a, it's a stupid one. The coaching during the week doesn't make much sense to me. Why would you, if you're suspending the guy, why would you allow him to be in the facility? Why would he coach during the week? Is it something as simple as maybe they know there's zero way to enforce that? Like, there, how would you enforce Jim Harbaugh in 2023 not coaching up his team? Sure, he can't walk around on the, the facility fine. Uh, also, is he not going to be able to have a Zoom meeting? With anyone he wants to. Like, of course you would. Unless you're going to sit there and somehow monitor the guy's electronic activity, which Big Ten is not the federal government. It's not like you can go get an FBI warrant. Rittenberg just retweeted this. Okay. Rittenberg said, legal battle is the next step. Bargain injunction or TRO. Harbaugh would be sidelined for Penn State, Maryland, and Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, this is... We'll find out. It's it's the... it, it It has kind of this weird effect, right? Where... Jim Harbaugh gets a punishment that newspapers are going to write about our bloggers and all the people that are tweeting this stuff. They're all going to post about guys like us are going to talk about ESPN gets content. You know, all the, all the networks will talk about this sports radio hosts, et cetera. But what's this actually going to do as far as on the football field? Little to nothing. Right. I, I think that too. I mean, maybe we're downplaying how important Jim Harbaugh is on game days. Maybe that's just you and me being ignorant. But I, I would assume, you know, he's he's coaching during the week. He's not even necessarily the one calling the plays on game day anyway. Sure, the no. ultimate decision is with him. He's the head coach. But that's not going to disrupt your in-game rhythm too much, no, I would the, think. I would think the thing that affected them the most from any of this punishment was they got rid of Connor Stallions. If anything. And, all the, and now all the teams know to change up their signals because previously they weren't aware that was happening. This... Uh, this pisses me off as a Buckeye fan because if you do what I think you should do and will do in a couple weeks in Ann Arbor and you beat Michigan, well, they're going to have their out right there. I think you would have yeah. beaten him anyway if he were there, but I mean, that's you want to talk about putting an asterisk on there? You'll hear that till the end of time. 
Well, yeah, you know congratulations. What? You snapped your losing streak, but you only did it because our head coach wasn't there. Yeah, but that's but then the other asterisk, any Buckeye fan could come back with. I, like, I know yeah, that. And then you won the two that I, you did I, win because you cheated. I understand that. So However, somehow in the national mindset of things, Michigan has become the victim this week. Do yeah. they then spin it, the Dan Wetzels of the world, spin that saying, well, okay, sure, Ryan Day finally went to Ann Arbor and won, but only because Jim Harbaugh wasn't there. Would you put that past Yeah, the, the national media? I wouldn't. Right. I think it, it it is just such a middle of the road, Big Ten. We know we have to do something because all of our conference members are mad about this, but we also don't know if we have a legal leg to stand on to do this, or we don't know how to enforce any of this. You can enforce someone not being on the sidelines, I guess, in the sense that everyone will see if he's there or not, you know? So Unless big, he's in disguise. <laughs> well, they've like done Connor that Stallions. Well, I'm just saying, you, how would you be able to, how would the Big Ten enforce, if Michigan doesn't want to play ball, how would the Big Ten enforce Jim Harbaugh not coaching guys throughout the week? I, I probably, they probably can't. I don't know. And unless, uh, I'm saying, if, if maybe they are realizing we have to do something, but we don't have the power to do much. Other than we're going to suspend him for the games, which gives like, I honestly think Michigan probably gets every added benefit of this. It gives Michigan a chance to be the best team they are because now they'll be run by competent people, not dopes. Like, I mean, Jim Harbaugh's a dummy. He flat out is a dope who thinks that what he does week to week actually works. In reality, he's been a benefit of great coordinators who got really great intel from a naval grad who apparently has like a psychopath streak well, where he's writing manifestos that that and he has been the captain of the ship as they've gone on and they've gotten very good talent yes but they had that very good talent many times before and then played ohio state and that very well, good talent couldn't do jack or squat yes fair enough I, saying, I agree with you this doesn't necessarily hurt them from a strategic and you know game day saturday standpoint i don't think so no if anything it gives them an out if anything goes wrong. And as far as I'm, you know, tell me if you think I'm wrong on this. I mean, this would mean, they said regular season. This would mean he'd be eligible to coach in the Big Ten championship game, correct? I would think so, if they can get there. Right. I mean, I think the argument there that perhaps the Michigan people will say is you could be making this a postseason, or a, you know, postseason ban or a, a Big Ten championship ban because you're not letting us have our coach in these games where we need him. If we lose one of those games, we may not get to any of those other things. That's going to be their argument, essentially, is you're denying us the opportunity to go play for more kind of thing. I I don't think so. It's, All right, so let's talk about the future here of Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh served a three-game suspension earlier this season. He is still under investigation by the NCAA. His conference has just suspended him on game days Till the end of the regular season. He'll effectively have been suspended for half the season. Yes. Six games at least. Um, you know, he had a new contract on the table. I have no idea where that stands right now. He's been flirting with the NFL for the past two off seasons. If you were a betting man, are, I mean, what, are you putting money on the fact that he's absolutely gone during the off season? Or do you think there's still a pathway for him to return? Are they going to dig their heels in and say, nope, he's our guy? I mean, if especially oh, well, if they go back out and they win the rest of these damn games. Hang on. Let's be clear. The way the reason I would believe in the first place that he's leaving is because he says, I don't want to deal with the NCAA. I don't want to deal with that headache. I this all has this all has infuriated his point, sense of if integrity. There's anyone kooky enough to do the NCAA came to him before the season and said, dude, this is not a big deal. 
we just need you to admit that you did this. We're going to slap you on the wrist, and that's the end of it. Yeah. He said, no, I'm not going to do that. Jim, you're not understanding. We're not going to really punish you here, okay? Coaches do this all the time. All you have to do is admit it, say you're wrong, you'll never, never do it again. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And so he's that stubborn. I can see him sticking around just to take on the NCAA. Yes, except for the fact that I think ultimately what bugs him more is he's now been viewed as a good college football coach. He got back to that because he beat Ohio State a couple times with a bunch of info that he probably shouldn't have had. He's never beat his brother in a Super Bowl. Brother has that one up on him. So the only I, that's why I think every year at the end of the college football season, he's called up anybody who will listen to the NFL and said, please, pretty please let me back in. And it's almost happened a couple times. I think if the opportunity's there this year, he takes it, gets out of town, and not necessarily because he wants to run from the NCAA totally, but that headache coupled with, I still have to go show people in the NFL that I can get the job done and get over that hump. I think that's where he wants to go next. And maybe he would have done that anyway. But I don't. I think all the, the stuff falling in around him, I think that would cause him to want to move on. I, I just think, I don't think the, I think Michigan would take all him right. back almost at this point to say, this guy is our guy. Look at him where he's being you know martyred up here. We got to stand behind our guy. Uh, more conversation about this. It seems we know the suspension, the punishment for Michigan. Maybe there'll be more to it of fine for the university, but it seems like Jim Harbaugh is going to be suspended for the rest of the regular season on game days. We'll chat more about it next. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You want to be aware of an accident on the off-ramp to US-23 Southside if you are traveling eastbound on 270. Things are stop and go, causing about a 10-minute delay. Things are also slow eastbound 670 between Neal Avenue and 3rd Street. This report is sponsored by IKEA. IKEA supports you from November 10th through 22nd. Veterans and active military get 15% off IKEA purchases up to $3,000. In-store only. Exclude Los Angeles area stores. See IKEA.com for details. I'm Nicole. 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Jen. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday, football Friday. We have pushed Saturday's showcase to top of the four o'clock hour because we're reacting to the suspension of Jim Harbaugh. He has been suspended for the remainder of the regular season on game days. He can still be around the team and coach during the week. Uh, the Big Ten has released a statement. As a penalty imposed on the institution, the university football team must compete without its head football coach for the games remaining in the 2023 regular season, effective immediately. This disciplinary action shall not preclude the university or its football team from having its head football coach attend practices or other football team activities other than the game activities to which it applies. For clarity... The head football coach shall not be present at the game venue on the dates of the games to which this disciplinary action applies. The Big Ten Conference will have no additional comment at this time. I love the idea of Jim Harbaugh sitting at a Quaker steak in State College just eating a wing going, what the hell? And then just like throwing his wing at his TV as all these Penn Staters are sitting around him. I just love that idea that he's somehow going to be in State College but not be at the venue. I highly doubt that's the case. I'm sure he will either find a way back to Ann Arbor or he'll find a way in and secretly be there. Well, I mean, either way, they they made sure to say game venue. If I were him, I just watch the game at the team hotel. And then as soon as the team gets back, you're, you're with the team. 
I guess right. You I mean, you're not, you're not coaching on the sideline. It, you're not violating the rule by being at the venue. You're at the hotel. Yeah. No. He'll. I mean, he's already on the plane. They said they they said at one yeah, o'clock. No, they left at one. Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing they're already in state college. They got this news probably on the ground. Yeah. So, all right. I don't. Again, I don't think it's the biggest punishment in the world because you are basically letting him coach the team all the other time, organizing the game plan, doing all the organizational things that he does. It doesn't make it more difficult for coaches to do that during the game. Yes, he will have no veto power over. Let's say his, you know, if his assistants are like, "We want to do this," he's not going to be there to tell him to stop doing that. That may or, be a good thing for Michigan. That's right. That he's not there. I'm telling you. I, I honestly do not think this benefits Ohio State a ton in the sense that you no, are going to get. I don't think it does either. You're going to. It's not like a, Michigan's going to lack for motivation anyway. But now Michigan going into this game tomorrow is basically like we have to go show the world how we are the martyrs of everything and well, we got to go play our asses off. Uh, it's Tool of the Week Friday. You can send us your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. You can text the burner phone 614 787 3093. I'm scrolling through the burner phone and a lot of people are pissed off because they feel like Michigan should have to forfeit victories. They may wind up doing that, but the Big Ten was never going to make them do that. No. This does not close out any sort of investigation on this. This is the Big Ten saying we are acting immediately because we find this to be egregious. The NCAA is still investigating this. Now, it may be two years down the road where they retroactively have to go back and reverse, or not reverse, but erase these games from the win column. They certainly wouldn't give the win then right to the opponents but that could still happen here this is just an immediate reaction from the conference this changes nothing with the NCAA well and i'll even say i mean the conference can do their investigation they have not the, the, that's the funniest thing they've not really even done an investigation the you know conference who else hasn't. hasn't done an investigation michigan yeah you know, normally in situations like this what do we hear all the time we are hiring a third party to come in and audit and do an investigation and we're going to pay for it we have not heard that michigan is doing that at all that's a i think you're i i don't think that's i, I don't think that's incorrect uh, we asked rittenberg about this a couple weeks ago okay. is michigan doing their own investigation as far as he is aware no they are not. They are cooperating with the NCAA's investigation, but they're not doing their own investigation. Yeah, then that that is another... I, again, I don't know how much they have an appetite to do that or if their boosters have an appetite for that at this point, but yeah, that's that's all... I, I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm trying to just figure out where this goes. Could it be something that the Big Ten looks at this, uh, I don't know, in the offseason or takes their time over the next six, eight weeks, whatever... And if Harbaugh hasn't already like taken a job in the NFL, do they come back next year and say, oh, yeah, we, we looked at all this evidence and actually thought now you need to be suspended for a year because we 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 see even further evidence that we already thought was there. But now we've even confirmed it further. Yeah, could be. You're going to get a year long suspension from the Big Ten. And then maybe the NCAA comes in with some kind of show cause. I don't know, man, but I definitely am to your point. I do not think there's any this is over and. Michigan's all done now. They're not done, by the way, with this. I mean, they're going to file something, I'm sure, today that tries to get him on the field tomorrow to say the Big Ten can't do this and how dare you. And we'll find out if he's actually coaching on the field tomorrow. I mean, that's that's the next step in this. You know, it's uh, it's this game. It's Penn State tomorrow. It's Maryland and it's Ohio State. That's their final three games of the regular season. We know about what's at stake, you know, a normal year for Ohio State, Michigan. Now you have two straight losses to Michigan. Jim Harbaugh is suspended. I saw uh, Pat Murphy, our guy from Bucknuts, tweet this out. 
if this holds up, I assume that it would, one thing that this does eliminate either way, win or lose, is a very awkward handshake between Jim Harbaugh and Ryan Day after the conclusion of that game. Because <laughs> that would have been something to watch. Or right? does it? I'm saying, like, unless Michigan gets an injunction that says he, you can't ban him from the sidelines until you do a full investigation. Nah, and who knows? Then he's back on the field anyway. I have no idea. All right, Saturday is, showcase. We get uh, you ready for the big games tomorrow, including Michigan and Penn State coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should know that there's an accident on the off-ramp to US-23 if you are traveling eastbound on 270 on that south out of belt side. About a 15-minute delay there. Things are also stop and go northbound 71 on the south side between Green Lawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by IKEA. IKEA supports you from November 10th through 22nd. Veterans and active military get 15% off IKEA purchases up to $3,000 in-store only. Excludes Los Angeles area stores. See IKEA.com for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. Football Friday. Hey, if you miss a moment of the show, please go back and listen to the podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click, subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Uh, we have the Jim Harbaugh suspension. Suspended for the rest of the regular season. He can be around the team during the week, but just not on the at the venue on game days. We have not heard an official comment from Michigan at this time. Timmy said the team may be still up in the air on the plane, but obviously, you know, the athletic department, they're in their offices. They would have known, I, was, I assume, yeah, what this punishment um, was for hours. Uh, who knows, man? The way the Big Ten's run, I, I have no idea. Maybe the Big Ten knows the legal battle's coming, and they're not going to tell you anything until the time is is you're there right, to have right. it publicly I, I out there. Again, this this the one thing I will point out because Ted and I were talking about this a couple segments ago in the in the break. Remember how the Big Ten bylaws say you have to if you're going to suspend a coach for more than two games for the sportsmanship clause, you then have to go to this other bigger body. I forget yes. what it is. It's the it's like a it's like I don't know if it's the board of of all the the presidents or whatever it is it's a board of important people in the yes, Big Ten. but you have to go above the, the commissioner cannot just do that by himself he has to get approval for that type of punishment anything beyond two games so if they i mean this is this is my count there's three games left he's yeah. suspended for the rest of those games does that mean they went and got that approval you have to okay right? so then that that tells me that it isn't just you know for michigan who wants to say this is tony petiti just oh man big 10 cave into the pressure no it's it's a some advisory board or whatever the hell it is that they have to go in front of that approves this from the conference. So that tells me there is more than just a PR move from the Big Ten saying, we'll suspend him two games and that's that. There is something to the entire conference being behind this other than, obviously, Michigan. So that, I think, is somewhat important to note in all of this punishment, just to make sure that they did go through a bigger process, it appears, than just... Tony Petiti writing a memo, and that's that. So if we hear something, we will at some point hear something from Michigan or Jim Harbaugh directly. We will tell you right now, Saturday Showcase. 
Common Man and T-Bone present Saturday Showcase. Sponsored by Roosters, a fun casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. All right, we're going to kick things off with number three, Michigan, without Jim Harbaugh at number 10, Penn State. This is the big nooner on Fox. Uh, as of right now, he will not be on the sidelines. Stay tuned for more on that, I'm sure, throughout the day and into the evening, but... Uh, Wolverines, as you may be aware, they routed Michigan State 49 to nothing uh, when they first had this whole scandal kind of break, then destroyed Purdue 41 to 13 last weekend. Now, those are not any good teams, but Michigan did what they're supposed to against those teams. So that is certainly notable. Their running game not efficient against the Boilermakers. That might come into play against Penn State because you're going to need to run the football. I don't care how good you think J.J. McCarthy is. By the way, I don't think he's that good. But he threw for a season-high 335 yards. Roman Wilson had nine receptions for 143 yards for the Wolverines. So they were able to get it done through the air, not just with the running game. Uh, Harbaugh actually made some interesting comparisons. I know we didn't hear many other quotes from him because everyone's been focused on this investigation. But did you know he compared J.J. McCarthy's 2023 performance to Tom Brady? Okay. He said he's... He's this Tom Brady, like, in his preparation, his willingness to be coached, his wanting to do anything and everything that he can for his own personal growth and also for the team. Right, well, right, that's I mean, fine. that's behind-the-scenes stuff that you and I aren't yeah. privy to. Not noted. Not going to compare him that way in his play, nor should he, because he's not that guy. But I think there is a potential, big potential for Penn State to upset Wolverines on paper in this game. Is Drew Aller playing quarterback? Uh, yes. Not going to happen. And I also think that that's on paper because... Once you get these guys on the field, Michigan is chomping at the bit to show everyone that Jim Harbaugh has been wronged, and we have to prove ourselves in this horrible environment. I'll be, I'll be shocked if they lose tomorrow. Yeah, shocked. But I'm saying on paper, I could have seen this earlier. Now with all the drama around this, I don't think there's any chance Michigan loses this game. Rivalry game, unranked Miami at number four, Florida State in Tallahassee, three thirty on ABC. Yeah, Seminoles nine and zero. They're favored by two touchdowns, like you said. First chance at a national title since uh, over 10 years ago that they could be in that running again. But Miami, they've not been great. They're now 6-3. and three. Tyler Van Dyke, their quarterback, lost his confidence to the point that Mario Cristobal hasn't ruled out benching him in favor of true freshman Emery Williams. Past two games, Van Dyke averaged just 168 passing yards while tossing no touchdown passes and getting picked five times. So that's... Bad. Uh, Seminoles are looking for their third straight win in the series and the 13th in the past 19 meetings with the Canes. That is gross. Uh, you might want to keep an eye on Florida State's wide receivers against Miami's corners. Seminoles receivers Johnny Wilson and Keon Coleman. They missed last week's game, but Coleman has 538 yards. Wilson, 415 yards. Two top players in receiving yards. They're also combined for 11 receiving touchdowns. Uh, Wilson is 6'7". Coleman is 6'4". So if you've not watched these guys play a ton, you should check them out. I would guess they're going to put on a show. Miami has some injuries in the secondary. Two of their top three corners are very iffy for this game. So this could be a track meet. This could be something where Florida State gets quite a few of their yards through the air. I do look for them to cover that spread. Uh, Number 18, Utah. Their offense did nothing last week. They will have to do something this week as they visit number 5, Washington. Undefeated Washington, 330 on Fox. Yeah, and people thought last week for Washington going up against, you know, Southern Cal. Caleb Williams is the reigning Heisman guy. Michael Penix Jr. might be the new Heisman winner. They thought that was going to be the big matchup. Then some guy named Dylan Johnson stole the show running for 256 yards which happens to be the same amount of yards that Michael Penix Jr. threw for. 
He also had four touchdowns on the ground. Huskies won 52 to 42 in LA. Uh, Utah's defense better than that, but like you said, their offense remains a struggle, and Washington's defense is still pretty good. If this were in Utah, maybe a little bit more of a chance for the Utes, but I don't think that's the case here. I do think Washington gets it done in this game. Hillbilly football, number 13, Tennessee, at number 14, Missouri, 330 on CBS. Now, we saw Missouri last week, or if you've been paying attention to them all year, they're not a bad football team. They hung with Georgia. They played a tough game there. I thought it was weird. Eli Drinkwitz just kind of gave up at the end of that game. Didn't want to call timeouts to try to... They were down nine. They had a minute and a half left. He just said, screw it. I concede victory. But do you know what Missouri's last two games out against Tennessee? Do you know what they are? No. What the, this is for Josh Heupel's first two years at the helm of the Volunteers. Tennessee beat them 62-24 to and 66-24. to All right. That is... That's bad. But Missouri has been much improved. They started last year... They are better even this year, I think. But Eli Drinkwitz offered probably the best kind of way of looking at this game. He said, Tennessee has the number one rushing offense in the SEC and the number one rushing defense in the SEC. Yeah, so that's kind of the story. If you can run the football on them and you can stop them from running the football, you might have success. That's going to be the challenge for Missouri. I think it will be a very interesting game because they do have a tough defense, and I think they could hang in this game. But what's the spread here? I think it's like four points, something like that. Tennessee is, I could see them getting a touchdown late winning this game. I do think it's going to be an interesting one, but Tennessee pulls away. Battle of top 10 teams, number nine, Ole Miss on the road at number two, Georgia. This is the night game, seven o'clock on ESPN. Yeah, I had kind of, after Ole Miss lost to Alabama, said, all right, so they're done, right? And then they've won five straight since, and there's a possibility of them getting a college football playoff berth. They obviously need someone to knock off Alabama again for that to happen, but uh, Ole Miss has two of the top sets of skill players in the country. They've got dual threat quarterback Jackson Dart, wide receiver Trey Harris, running backs Quinshawn Judkins and Ulysses Bentley the fourth. All name team right there for those two guys. But uh, Lane Kiffin, Kirby Smart, these two guys know each other very well from their time coaching alongside Nick Saban when they were both coordinators at Alabama. So they they know each other's secrets. They know what these guys like to do. If you're wondering. Lane Kiffin kind of hinted at this during the week. Hey, could you talk to maybe the last guy who got Georgia in, you know, Athens, like beat them at home? Who would that coach be? Could you talk to him and maybe see what were the secrets like coaches do? Lane Kiffin said, quote, not a lot of answers out there on how to beat these guys at home. That's partially because Will Muschamp was the last guy to do it when he was South Carolina's head coach. And of course, now he is Kirby Smart's co-defensive coordinator at Georgia I look for Georgia to win this game. I do think Ole Miss is outmatched on this one, but they're not without firepower. They can make it interesting. Cheapest tickets on the secondary market. Tulane is ranked. They're number 23. Yeah, they've been good. They're at home this week against Tulsa, but if you want to go, $2. (sighs) $2. He ranked Tulane. Okay. Uh, Temple at South Florida, $5. We have Minnesota at Purdue, $3 for that one. Uh, Cincinnati at Houston, $2. So some cheap oh, football out hey. there this weekend. We're all about the cheap football. Uh, Michigan State comes in here. Night game tomorrow night, 730. Of course, catch all the action right here on the fan. Our live coverage starts at noon. You know if you listen to me, usually I'm a big bundle of nerves when Michigan State comes to town, even with a team that I don't think is very impressive. Because we have seen Sparty come into town 
and beat the Buckeyes with a third-string quarterback. We have seen Sparty come to town and throw cold, cold water on what I believe to be, at the time, the best team in college football and prevent you from winning a national championship. We have seen Sparty come here and wreak havoc, even when they're not supposed to. Uh, yes, but that, that's, that will not happen <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Take it to the bank. Look, this Buckeye offense drives me crazy. I'm sure it drives you crazy. They tend to play close games when they shouldn't play close games. This is a 31.5 point spread for a reason. I'm not saying the Buckeyes cover that spread. They may, they may not. I'm just saying this game will be one of those games where you don't sweat it from start to finish. And when was the last time we could say that, Buckeye fans? Right, I... It should not be at all. There's nothing that Michigan State offers on paper that makes you worried about this team. Here's the question I have. The challenge I have for tomorrow for Ohio State defense, especially the best unit that we have, the Ohio State defense, can you outscore Michigan tomorrow? Now, obviously, if you shut them out, that becomes a lot easier, which I don't think they've done that this year yet, right? We haven't had a shutout yet. Uh, We have not. So that's a goal. Get a shutout. But then also see if you can outscore them by Cause it to fumble, picking it up, taking it to the house, take a pick six back, something. Yeah. I'm a, get a safety, anything. I'm just saying, let's. I, not that they haven't done that, they have. They've created plenty of those. Jordan Hancock, obviously, that was a big deal. But let's see if you can do that again, get some scoring, and outscore Michigan State on defense alone. I'd like to see that happen. Do you want to see us do the show live? Your opportunity is coming next week. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for some stop and go traffic. Uh, eastbound I 70 on the west side between Central Avenue and 315, about a five minute delay. And some slow traffic on southbound 71 on the north side between North Broadway and 17th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only three to six bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations, while supplies last, dine-in only, drink responsibly. I'm Nicole with 97.1 The Fan Traction. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Before we get back to the big news of the day, and that is Jim Harbaugh has been suspended for the rest of the regular season by the Big Ten. Um, I do want to tell everybody, we had the, the Bourbon event last Friday, and for those of you fortunate enough to to get tickets to that and come meet us, it was great to meet you and good to talk to you. And I had a lot of people say to me all night long, is this a nightmare for you? <laughs> That's That was probably the biggest... We had two big questions that night. One was... Is this difficult for Common Man? Two was Common Man. Is that the hundred dollar sweatshirt? Which it was. Actually. It, I have actually that sweatshirt in multiple colors. <laughs> that was one of the ninety eight dollars sweatshirt. Must be nice. But uh, no, I mean, look. Here is the thing. You guys take the time, listen to the show every single day. We are eternally grateful. And if you take extra time to come out and meet us, yeah, then you're, trust me, you're you're worthy of our time. All right. So we want to give you as many opportunities as we possibly can. And I know a lot of you could not get out to the bourbon thing simply because A, it was too expensive for you. B, you weren't able to get tickets. I get it. It was a private thing. However, coming up this Thursday, this coming Thursday at Hollywood Casino Columbus in their sports book, we're going to be back out there doing the show live. 
from 3 to 6. It is free to get in there. Now it's a casino, so you have to be 21 years old, but it's free to come in there. You know, if you want to order food, drink, you can, but you're not obligated to. You can just sit there and watch the show and talk to us before the show or talk to us after the show. All right. Yeah. We're going to be at Hollywood Casino Columbus again this coming Thursday. We would be honored if you stopped by and saw us. Yeah. Either way, we are, we're thrilled to have our listeners who got to come out to that two hour event where, you know, we were able to take a little more time. We were able to kind of hang out with everybody and have a little bit more of a, an intimate setting. Hollywood Sportsbook, Hollywood Casino Sportsbook at Columbus. Uh, what? Hollywood Casino Columbus Ooh. Sportsbook. Sorry, my brain just went. That's all right. We all got a lot of stuff ways. going on today. That is a place where we are going to be doing a radio show. But yeah, in between when we're in commercial breaks, you come up and say hi to us. We have no problem with that. If it's, you always wanted to know what my face looks like when I do this voice, you'll be able to see it. <laughs> That's right. In person. Maybe the queen will stop by. You never yeah. know who's going to. Remote queen. Remote queen has never well, happened. You never know. All you right. never know. Okay. Okay. Um, Jim Harbaugh has been suspended by the Big Ten for the remainder of the regular season on game days. He can still be around the team during the week. Would you like to know the conspiracy theory that's being floated around? Oh, sure. What is that? If you read the language from the Big Ten, they never specifically name Jim Harbaugh. They simply say the head football coach at the university. So some people think that the Regents will get together today over at Michigan, ratify his contract, and make him the special teams coach for the remainder of the season. <laughs> Where he will still be out oh, there good. on game days, oh, good. and they will announce Connor Stallions as the head coach can I just, of Michigan, can and I, he, of course, will be suspended. I just want to point out, I don't want to lose sight of the, the facts here, uh, Michigan sucks, and we all hate Michigan, and we all know that. Uh, the Big Ten also is dumb, and while I would hate to see Michigan get away with any chicanery, it would be hilarious to me if a member school was like, oh yeah, so you suspended our head coach. Good news, our head coach is... Uh, I don't know. We just, just fired a, Jim Harbaugh as the head hired, coach. We hired Taylor Swift as our head coach. So guess what? She's not going to be able to be on the sidelines for us. One day contract for the next three weeks, each of those days. That's when she's going to be our head but coach. But see, if smart asses like you and me ran programs like this, this is what we would do. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're exactly right. So in either case, yeah, that's. I don't think that's going to work. Uh, the Big Ten has kind of gone scorched earth on this response or this this uh, their statement that they put out about this suspension. What else did they say? Well... They have a couple things here. So Pete Thamel has uh, a few of these passages. Him and Nicole Auerbach have been tweeting out kind of passages from this statement. One of them is saying that notably the university's November 8th response, the one where they said, oh, everybody does this. So look at, oh, this was happening and that was happening. Everybody still signs. Says their November 8th response does not deny that the impermissible scheme occurred. Yes. Good point. Big 10 lawyers. That's right. Instead, it offers only procedural and technical arguments designed to delay accountability. Michigan also argues that because it believes others are engaged in decoding signs, there must be nothing wrong with Michigan's activities. In addition to impermissible activities of others not being supported currently by the facts, the university's culpability is not dependent on the actions of other institutions. Translation. Like your mom said and my mom said and probably millions of parents have said all the time, just because everybody else jumps off a cliff doesn't mean you have to do it. Just because everybody else is, you know, 
Calling out sick for school doesn't mean you have to do it. Also, if you're going to accuse other people of doing it, you have to have some actual proof to give us. Yeah. So far, you have nothing. And then they have like a whole paragraph that's like, competition is... They they actually said in this statement that they're already preparing for the, the legal arguments that are about to ensue because they said enforcing this sportsmanship policy with appropriate discipline this season, which is italicized in the response... In light of the university's established violations this season is of the utmost importance to protect the reputation of the conference and its member institutions. So they are basically saying, Michigan, if you try to say, wait for due process, we can't because the season will be over in which you cheated and you will then get no penalties for that cheating. So they are already arguing that in this statement. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm kind of surprised they had enough teeth to go there. Also, they said uh, the conference is unmoved by the attempt to, you know, say that other schools are doing this. Deflect. Yes. When they have no evidence of anyone. Here's the language. The conference has not received any information that any other member schools engaged in impermissible advanced in-person scouting, let alone a scheme of the size and scale like the one at issue with Michigan. The conference is unaware of any active NCAA investigations into impermissible advanced scouting involving other members of the conference. Should the conference become aware of such impermissible conduct, it will take appropriate action. However, the Big Ten vehemently rejects any defense by Michigan or any other conference member that cheating is acceptable because other teams do it too. Well, that's why I found it odd, you know, where they seem to be very confident, at least some people were very confident that Michigan had this evidence that was going to just turn over the entire integrity of the, the conference. And Ryan Day came out this week and essentially said, in coach speak, that's a bunch of BS, prove it. Yeah. And Greg Schiano came out and said, I'm ticked off. We even have to talk about this. You, you would think if they're about to be outed and exposed, you would either get some runaround comments or some no comments. We didn't get that this week. Instead, we had coaches double down. Yeah. We had Brett Bielema come out yesterday. And talk about sportsmanship and how this isn't done and how he knows what this is and he used to do it. And look, the reality is this is a conference right now of 13 teams against one. The conference needs to do right by the member institutions. And even though Michigan has an opportunity to go and win a championship and go to the playoffs again and perhaps win a national championship, Tony Petiti is obligated to enforce sportsmanship rules that benefit all 14 member schools. Yeah. Not make excuses for one because potentially they can go on and win the national championship. Yeah, this is... This is getting messy, man. They there already is a statement now from Michigan right, on the disciplinary action. Right. I'm just saying, like, we'll take a break. The legal battle that's about to ensue. I, I hate to tell you, folks, we've gone from a very fun week of will they, won't they, what's going to be the punishment, to now. It, I, I think we are going to start getting into. Uh, if you look at section four seven two of Penal Code three, that's well, you know what. That's where we might other be shows headed. can do that. I'm. We're going to talk about actual penal code. On this show. I love the penal code. This is code. too serious for me. I'm, I'm all penal code all the we time, We will tell you what Michigan has to say about all of this coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grand View Browns Backers. 
Watch out for stop and go traffic on eastbound I-70 uh, near downtown between that 71 West Split and US-23. couple minute delay there. And some slow traffic on 71 southbound on the north side between North Broadway and 17th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers. Build Ohio right, build it union. New projects, new career opportunities. Tomorrow's infrastructure is in the skilled hands of the Ohio Laborers. From roads and bridges to buildings and solar farms, the Ohio Laborers do it all. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole with 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. All right. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh has been suspended for the rest of the regular season. And we have gotten our first response from Michigan itself. You want to read this? You want me to read uh, it? Yeah, I can pull it up here. It's uh, so... Essentially, they are saying... No, I, I have it. We don't have to essentially. Oh, no, I thought I had it up and then it went away. Like Sorry. all members of the Big Ten Conference, we are entitled to a fair, deliberate, and thoughtful process to determine the full set of facts before a judgment is rendered. Today's action by Commissioner Tony Petiti disregards the conference's own handbook, violates basic tenets of due process, and sets an untenable precedent of assessing penalties before an investigation has been completed. We are dismayed at the commissioner's rushed judgment... When there is an ongoing NCAA investigation, one in which we are fully cooperating. Commissioner Petiti's hasty action today suggests that this is more about reacting to pressure from other conference members than a desire to apply the rules fairly and impartially. By taking this action at this hour, the commissioner has personally is personally inserting himself onto the sidelines and altering the level playing field that he is claiming to preserve and doing so on Veterans Day a court holiday (laughs) to try to thwart the university Uh, from seeking immediate judicial relief is hardly a profile in impartiality to ensure fairness in the process. We intend to seek a court order together with coach Harbaugh preventing this disciplinary action from taking effect. Yeah. Love Michigan. Um, Again, I think this all comes down a few. This is why I talked about where it's going to become a bunch of legalese arguments where you are going to get the Dan Wetzels of the world saying, ah, from a legal standpoint, I see the, I see what their argument is. You can make an argument. Both the, the people who wrote this, by the way, are not Michigan boosters. They're not message board warriors. Although I know yesterday, Michigan, one of their responses from their lawyers sounded like it came from Imgo blog or whatever yeah. it's called. Like that, that whole thing is is being written by lawyers. What you just read is written by lawyers. What I just read in the last segment from the Big Ten was written by lawyers. You can make legal arguments on both sides of this. That's why judges exist, right? I have no idea what a judge will rule on this. Not a legal expert. But I think you can easily make a case, whichever side of this you are on, a Michigan fan or otherwise, can find their whatever they want to hear out of this. I, I do tend to think that the Big Ten is right to say, if we don't enforce this now... How would our punishment be effective if we don't enforce what we are? We have evidence. We know our sportsmanship clause allows us to do this. We went through the process. We did. We looked at evidence. We, we took time. We had to go to a larger entity. I forget what the exact language is. Yeah, Maybe I we, know. Let's, let's find that out, Teddy. We, gotta, we keep saying if this. We don't if know there's going to be called. a suspension longer than two games, they had the Big Ten had to do something extra. Now, if it turns out they skipped that step. Well, sure. And this is Tony Petiti just going rogue here. Then, yeah, I can see where Michigan's coming from. But if the Big Ten followed the guidelines and 
doled out this punishment the way it was intended to be doled out, what does what is Michigan going to say about it? I, 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 you're caving to the pressure of the other member schools. Yeah, this is a collective. It's not. Yeah, it's not caving. It's doing what the membership says yes. is the thing that they all. You the have membership. thirteen member institutions saying this is blatantly against our sportsmanship rules. What are you going to do about it? Here's the stupidity of that Michigan argument, though. They, in the same statement, are doing the thing they've been doing all week, which is early in the week. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys are rushing to judgment so quickly. Hold on. What about due process? And then later on in the week, they were saying, if you're going to punish us, then punish us. What's taking so long? Hey, in this statement, they say, you didn't even let due process take place. And then later they say, you waited until Veterans Day to do your due process and punish us. Well, pick an argument there. You're, you're trying to say that you're being a victim, but no matter what the Big Ten did, if they'd done it earlier in the week, you'd have said it was too quick. Yeah. If you do it like they did today, you say, oh, you drug your feet to put it on Veterans Day. You're making an argument either way. I think a judge would look at that if if they're going to be fair and unbiased and say they're they're kind of just saying anything that they can to get out of taking their medicine. If I were a judge, of course, and they wouldn't let me because I would be very biased on this, uh, That that is what I would read into that. Teddy. What's the deal? Yeah, uh, Heather Dinich mentioned this earlier in the week that you know the standard policy is they can spend up to two games and a $10,000 fine. Mm-hmm. However, they, if they do more, they have to get permission from an executive board. Okay. And Adam Rittenberg had told her that you know they could do more than that. And that, uh, that board is made up of Big Ten officials, but it doesn't say like who those... So we don't know who's on the board. I don't know yet who's but, on that but Big Ten exe- executive board. Is they're what suspending they him for three games, so I assume they had to go through the board. Yeah, I would assume so. All right. Um, I'm trying to figure out... Brian just tweeted this. This appears to be... I'm trying to see where this came from. Uh, somewhere in this statement, they note that apparently part of the NCAA investigation shows that there were things already that they've been given the big 10 has been given by the ncaa that they use the phrase new and could prove the following they basically say the big 10 is the ncaa knew and could prove the following things a staff member participated in and coordinated a vast off-campus in-person advanced scouting scheme involving a network of individuals he purchased and forward tickets for games involving future michigan football opponents the tickets were for seats strategically located for stealing the future opponent's signs he and others acting in his direction, video recorded signs used by future Michigan opponents while attending the opponent's games in person. And then on and on and on, have a bunch of other bullet points here, but essentially saying it's not worth speculating. It's which I've thought this whole time, Michigan, your argument is we need due process to take place. NCAA has a process. This is the Big Ten's process. They're saying we know and can prove that you got signs and cheated this year, and we're punishing you this year. For th- using that this year, like that, that's the entire thing. The NCAA is coming in to say, should we give ju- should we give Jim Harbaugh a show cause penalty? Right? They're they're looking at it with should we shut down Michigan football for a couple years? Theoretically, I'm not saying they're going to yeah, do that. That's the other thing. I'm is saying that you're you're pissed off today. This does not bode well for the future. What I'm saying is, Michigan, your argument is we want due process. Do you? No, no, they I'm telling don't. you, because the Big Ten did, we've got to do something because we know you're stolen signs and we only have three games left to punish you. We can't do a lot more than that right now. So we're going to do what we can. The NCAA is going to come in later and say, we have 
all of this info and we're waiting for others to chat with us that's where it could get real dicey wow. for michigan and you and i have talked about this too from a competitive standpoint what are you actually giving up i i look i know michigan's going to do something because they feel like they have to but having jim harbaugh just not being there on saturdays yes ideally you don't want that but ultimately is that going to impact you not much from no. a competitive standpoint if i were tony Petiti, well how with that if uh, I were just the commissioner of the Big Ten, I don't want to be yeah. Tony Petit. Yeah, right, I'll be sure. me as yeah. the commissioner of the Big Ten. Right. I would have ruled Michigan ineligible for the Big Ten championship game. And that would have been a much harsher penalty than Jim Harbaugh oh, yeah. can't be on the sideline for three games. Under this, you, you're playing these three games. You have an excellent chance to win these three games. You also get to have your coach back if you should get to the Big Ten championship game and go on to the playoffs with your head coach. Now, two years from now... Perhaps you're looking at some sort of death penalty right. from the NCAA. But as it sits right now, I know this looks kind of bad that your head coach has been suspended for three games. But ultimately, is it bad for your football team? If anything, they're going to be extra motivated to go out there and kick ass. The Big Ten values coaches. I know they obviously did away. They're doing away with some of these awards, but there's a lot of names they've put on awards over the years in, in the Big Ten, and they have a lot of Pat coaches. Fitzgerald. Well, they have a lot of coaches' names on them, is what I'm saying. Their punishment for sportsmanship is we're punishing your coach because the sportsmanship of your team was compromised. And if you're going to say, oh, it was just a rogue agent, why was the rogue agent allowed on your... It's not like they're speculating about that. There's a video of him standing next to your offense and defensive coordinators. No, they've said. We have off proof. a chart. We've we have seen proof, proof of that. The That's, NCAA has given us a proof. Yeah, so there was due process followed. Michigan... It was a little quicker than you're used to because the NCAA takes their time. Mm -hmm. Big Ten worked a little quicker. Good for them. You know what time it is, Bone? Oh, I know what time it's it is. It's time for NFL picks. If you'd like to play against us, call us on the telephone. 614-821-9710. Just for playing, you get a $50 Visa gift card courtesy of findyourride.com. NFL picks are next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane at westbound I-70 near downtown that Livingston Avenue. The traffic has stopped on the 71 East split, about a 10-minute delay there. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Not doctors, not lawyers, and definitely not sports hosts. You're listening to Man and Bone. Big Ten suspending Jim Harbaugh for the rest of the regular season. We have more details on that. We'll talk about it top of the 5 o'clock hour. Sports gambling is legal in the state of Ohio. Bone and I like to do all our banging at Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sports book. Walls of TVs, food and drink. And next Thursday from 3 to 6. It's going to be me and Bone doing the show live. Stop on by. You just have to be 21, but it's all free to get in there. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Time for the picks. Common Man and T-Bone present NFL Picks. Sponsored by FindYourRide.com. Our guy this week is Cameron. Just for playing, he gets a $50 Visa gift card courtesy of findyourride.com. Cameron, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. 
Uh, Indianapolis and New England. This game is in Germany. I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to take the Patriots. Patriots. Uh, Houston Texans, surprisingly 500 Houston Texans on the road at the Bengals. T. Higgins ruled out for this game. Who knows what Jamar Chase is going to do. Doesn't matter. I'll take the Bengals at home. Yeah, love C.J. Stroud. I do think Cincinnati gets it done. Yeah, Cincinnati. Uh, Saints on the road at the Vikings. Vikings had a very surprising performance last week from Josh Dobbs. Can they do it again? I'm going to say no. I'll take the Saints on the road. I'm going to say yes. I believe in Josh Dobbs. Vikings get it done at home. No, Saints. Uh, Packers on the road at the Steelers. Give me the Steelers at home. The Steelers find a way to win all these stupid games, and I hate it, but they'll win. Steelers. Tennessee Titans and the new starting quarterback, Will Levis, on the road to visit Baker and Tampa. Give me the Titans on the road. I have no good feelings about this game, so I'm going home team Tampa Bay. Titans. Uh, 49ers trying not to lose four in a row on the road at Hot Jacksonville. Give me the Jags at home. Yeah, I've got Jacksonville, too. 49ers. Uh, Brownies on the road to face the division leaders, Baltimore Ravens. Give me the Ravens at home. I'd love to believe the Browns get it done, but I don't think they will. I'm going Baltimore. Uh, Browns get it done. Uh, Atlanta Falcons on the road at Arizona. Kyler Murray is making his return. I will take the Cardinals at home. I will take Hot Atlanta on the road. Arizona. Uh, Lions on the road at the Chargers. This seems like a game that both of these teams would lose. However, that's not possible, so I will take the Lions on the road. Yeah, I'm going Detroit as well. The Lions. Uh, hey, it's NFC East football. Giants on the road at Dallas. Dallas 16.5-point favorites in this game. Uh, they win by, like, 40. I will take the Cowboys at home. Thank God this one's at 4 p.m. start. It's uh, Dallas by a landslide. Yeah, Teddy's boys. Commanders on the road at Seattle. I will take the Seahawks at home. Uh, I am going to go Seattle as well. Seattle. Sunday night. Yeah. Jets Jets on the road at Vegas. I will take the Raiders at home. Newly rejuvenated Raiders with their new head coach. Sure. I'll take Las Vegas. Yeah, Raiders. Monday night football. Broncos at the Buffalo Bills. I will take the Bills at home. Same with me. Give me the Bills. Hey, it's the Bills. Give me a point total for that game. 42. 42. Boner? I wrote down 48. All right. Good luck to you, my friend. Yes, indeed. Cameron's going to get the prize either way. Uh, do you want me to read a little bit from this statement that we got from the Big Ten? I told you about it last segment, but I didn't yeah. see who all was involved with this. Yeah. So the Big Ten, if you're just tuning in, has suspended Jim Harbaugh for the remainder of the regular season. He can coach during the week. He can be at all team functions. He just cannot be in the venue on Saturday to coach football games. Of course, Michigan has gone scorched earth on this. They say they're going to file a court order. How dare you do this on Veterans Day when all the courts are closed? The Big Ten initially just sort of said, this is the punishment. This is why the end. Now we're starting to get more on Tony Petiti's thought process. Yeah, in this statement, which again, we haven't had time to read all of it because we're doing the show, but badly. We mentioned last segment that the Big Ten in their statement said they talked to the NCAA about the actual NCAA investigation they're doing on Michigan. And they said that the NCAA informed both the Big Ten and Michigan that based on their investigation and evidence it had collected, the NCAA, quote, knew and could prove the following. And then it was all the Connor Stallion stuff. They said, we know Connor Stallions coordinated this network. They didn't say his name, but they said a staff member participated in this. 
He purchased and forwarded tickets for games. He and others acting at his discretion, video recorded games, blah, 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 blah. I didn't see who was on this call. This was on November 2nd. A senior conference staff member, and it appears Tony Petiti. Those are the two from the conference that were on this call. Along with uh, NCAA staff members, senior NCAA staff members, the Michigan Athletic Director, General Counsel, and Outside Counsel, and the NCAA President. Okay? What's that guy's name? Baker? Something Baker? Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, yes. No, it's it, I forget. It says President R- Ryan, Baker. Ryan Baker. <laughs> I forget the dude's name. President Baker. He was the former president of like another school. All right, right? but they, they woke up the NCAA yeah, president and, is what and, we're saying. So the point is, the NCAA got involved, told Michigan and the Big Ten, we know and can prove the following. I'm telling you right now, Michigan, you want to do process? I don't think that's going to go well no, for No, essentially you. what the NCAA told the Big Ten is, look, we're going to hammer these dudes. You can do whatever the hell you want. Here's all the stuff we already <laughs> know. We've been do- We've been looking at this for three weeks, and we already have enough evidence. So imagine what we're going to find with a more thorough investigation. You can do what you want, yeah. but here's what we can prove. Well, and the Big Ten didn't call up the NCAA, and the NCAA said, uh, sorry, do your own investigation. They said, right. oh, would you like Here's to know? Here's what we have. Here's all the great What info. evidence would you like? Who knows? Maybe the NCAA called them up and were like, hey, we heard you're kind of figuring out what to do. Let us give you some info. I'm telling you right now, Michigan fans, now this punishment of three games with Harbaugh is is not a huge deal. He can coach the team throughout the week. He cannot be at the stadium of any of these games, although I saw there is a picture of him on the tarmac uh, wherever they land the plane in Happy Valley, well, that's I mean, where he, he is. He has to be. What are they going to do? Throw him out of the plane mid No, no, but the, the photo I saw was it appeared him and a bunch of other people all in Michigan, you know, track wear and stuff, standing around in a conference of the minds trying to think about, I guess, what to do here. Looked like they were all kind of huddled up trying to figure out what they're supposed to do. So I'm sure that will continue to be the case, but... I don't get a sense, even though that punishment is not maybe what we all wanted to see. It's it's a phase one. I I really believe that the NCAA is going to come down very hard on Jim Harbaugh. Maybe not this year, but they're they're not saying we have to take our time. They told the Big Ten this, and the Big Ten said, "Can we put that in a statement?" And apparently, the NCAA said yes. All right. So <laughs> I'm all telling you, right. like the. The NCAA we were aware of that took seven years to do an investigation. I don't know if that's the way this is going to go. Well, we'll given see. that you've got postseason play on the line here, there there may come something sooner than later on that. More conversation about the uh, the big news of the day, and that is this suspension. Plus, it is a a banner year for college football. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic is stop and go on westbound I-70 on the east side between Kelton Avenue and that 71 east split. About a 10-minute delay there. And things are also slow on 270 eastbound on the north outer belt between US-23 and 71 north. This report is sponsored by Tipico Sportsbook. Kick off football season with Tipico Sportsbook. Download and enter promo code OHIO150 to claim your exclusive welcome offer. $150 in bet credits and a $30 football bonus. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. On The Fan. Back when I was banging, this show slapped. Whatever the hell that means. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Also text the burner phone 614-787-3093. And yes, I, we know that Jim Harbaugh and Michigan Tools of the Week 
Oh, yeah, we got it. You know, perhaps just throw a couple extras out sure. there as well. There's plenty of tools to choose from. Yeah. There's uh, <laughs> there's some more info. So every every college football reporter, every sports reporter that's covering this is talking about this Harbaugh thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole... You can go read all of the Big Ten's you know, statement. You can go read the violations, all the different things that they have. Okay, There's a lot to this. But I saw Chris Vanini, who I believe is with Sports Illustrated, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong on that. He used to be, I think. Uh, Actually, now with The Athletic. My bad. Anyway, Chris Vanini over at The Athletic. Senior writer there. He said, the NCAA has presented the Big Ten with a master spreadsheet of the sign-stealing operation with tons of details and plans. Again, Michigan man wants due process. NCAA called up Big Ten and said, here's our process we've been working through. We're just going to give you the investigation. We're going to show you all the things we've already got. Remember, they? I think they got access to his computer, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. The NCAA did, not some rando. The NCAA got access to his computer. They were allowed to do that. They said they found a large and detailed chart listing the names of various individuals assigned to attend past and future football games involving Michigan's scheduled football opponents. Similar in-person attendance assignments for past and future games involving highly ranked non-conference football opponents, presumably potential Michigan football opponents in postseason games. They have notations showing whether in-person attendance at these games would be necessary depending on win-loss scenarios. So they even... It even shows if you're like, well, they just bought these tickets to just generally send people out to experience the game. It's like, no, it says go to this game if this team wins. Go to that game if this team wins. It's clearly outlining a scheme to to do this. But then it also says in this report that apparently the commissioner of a little conference called the Southeastern Conference. Oh, what happened here? Called up the Big Ten. And said, hey, we also have info that shows that that guy, Connor Stallions, bought tickets to our SEC championship game in Atlanta. Thought you'd like to know, we're the SEC. We're involving ourselves in this Big Ten thing because we think it's hilarious. The point is, everyone dimed on Connor Stallions, folks. Everyone. The NCAA's got him. They've got it. If you want to draw the comparisons and say, Yes, 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 but none of that is directly tied to Harbaugh. Cool. The NCAA can easily say, just on that alone, Harbaugh should have known that guy was doing this. Harbaugh gets punishment. They haven't done that yet. They're the NCAA. They're going to take forever. They will. Yeah, but they've got evidence that Michigan is cheating. Someone at Michigan was cheating and providing this info on game day to their staff. However you want to read that, Michigan man, it's bad for you. It's very bad for you. And I know a lot of people will talk about this next 72 hours and they're going to say this pun. Well, like we did, we first saw it three games and he can coach all week. That's nothing from the big 10. You're right. It is nothing. The fact the NCAA got involved so heavily, the fact the sec caught up and was like, Hey, by the way, that dude does suck. Just get ready, Michigan, man. It's coming for you. The NCAA was under no obligation to share their evidence with the big 10. The big 10 can request but the NCAA can stiff arm them and say, you know what, we're, we're working on this. We're not in the business of releasing evidence when we haven't completed our investigation. So we respect what you're trying to do, but we can't help you out. Instead, to your point, the NCAA said, oh, yes, we won't just talk to you. We'll, we'll, we'll physically give it to you. 
Do you want to talk and to the, show it to you? You want to talk to the president yeah. of the NCAA? We'll, we'll make the president available to talk about what we're working on. I look as bad as it seems today for you, Michigan, especially because you're dealing with this game tomorrow against Penn State. As bad as it seems today for you, everything that we're reading between the lines here and all the evidence that we're seeing, it's going to be really bad for you when the NCAA comes a calling. Really bad. Oh man, it's. <laughs> now is Jim Harbaugh there to see it? Yes. Who knows? No, he's I, probably gone by then. I'll tell you what. If I'm Jim Harbaugh, I'm reading all that stuff about the NCAA called and gave you all this info, and I'm going. I got to talk to my brother at the very least. Oh, absolutely. I got to talk to him about at least absolutely. having a landing spot, just if nothing else. But then it's also my. I'm calling my agent immediately if I'm Jim Harbaugh and saying you got to start putting out. Now the let me feelers. ask you a question: If the NCAA didn't have this little run-in with Harbaugh at the beginning of the season where they had offered him the four-game suspension, right? Yeah. And it looked like he was going to be agreed upon. Then he decided, no, I'm not going to agree to anything. I'll impose a suspension on myself for three games. NCAA has a bad taste in their mouth dealing with Jim Harbaugh. Do you think if this were any other coach, they would come forward with this evidence? Or do you think they have it out for Jim Harbaugh? That, that's a possibility, right? Like, we don't like this guy. Here's what we have on him. I guess that's a possibility, but the reality is... Doesn't matter. Saying I'm, that, I'm saying that the, like, if, if the Michigan argument is, that's not fair, it's like, well, okay, yeah, it isn't. Maybe not. Maybe it's not fair. But you pissed off the wrong people. All these law enforcement agencies of, of again, silly NCAA and Big Ten bylaws, but they are laws uh, on their books. You play in their league. I, if you want to abide by the league, you got to abide by the rules. All I'm saying is they may not, maybe it's not the best thing for you that they did that. Don't do things that cause them all to go, you know what? Screw this guy specifically. Now that's going to go to court. They're going to fight all this out. I'm telling you, I'm telling you there is a decent chance. The NCAA comes down sometime in the next few weeks and says, you know what? We got enough to say bowl ban for this year. We don't know if we have enough to say complete punishment done, but we know enough to say bowl ban this year, given they, they com- they compromised our competition, the NCAA competition of generally playing sports. Obviously, they I don't know if they can ban him from college football playoffs necessarily, but a bull ban's a bull ban, right? I mean, the NCAA still has that in their hip pocket. Yeah, I guess they. I I, I find it hard to believe they would act so quickly. We, we that would be unprecedented. We've never seen that before. I in the know. NCAA. It's but it's not Mark Emmert running things anymore. I, I know, so that's the only thing that makes me think there's the same a chance. Fuddy duddies in the offices. But I get it. Either way, I still this changes nothing for the Ohio State Michigan game being a dog fight and still terrifying. I don't think this changes anything for tomorrow. No, it doesn't I think, change. I think anything Michigan for wins by two touchdowns tomorrow. If anything, I would make the line. I would I would favor them by more against Penn State than less. I think the line moved a little bit down. Am I wrong? I saw it. it move. I don't know. What was the line? What was the line saw, this morning? I saw somebody said it moved now to minus four, but I didn't see. I guess I should have looked and seen what it was earlier this morning. I thought it was closer to like a touchdown for Michigan, but I could have been wrong. So if it's, I'm telling you, if it's moving closer to Penn State being like, I'm taking Michigan, even or the favorite. The yeah, I think Michigan's going to win by at least two touchdowns, but I'm just, unless you believe, and, and this is fair too, Michigan is very possibly overrated. They've played no one this year. So maybe we'll find out tomorrow they're nothing. But I tend to think they're going to be as fired up as they've ever been. We're not going to find that out tomorrow. No? We may find that out in a couple weeks. 
I'm telling you, Penn State's defense can cause Michigan's offensive problems. Who is playing quarterback? I know you're not high on Drew Allen. No, I, I hate get it. I hate him. Well, I don't hate him. I'm just I, <laughs> they were they were holding parades. Thank God, Sean Clifford's gone. Right. Yay! We can finally do things. Look at this guy. And he just poops all over the place. <laughs> that offense is terrible. Unless they've just been holding out, they got some secret plays they're about to pull out of their crack. Yeah. There's no. There's no way. I'm sorry. By the way, I just got this reply from a, a Michigan listener. Thanks for listening, I guess, Michigan guy who don't, said, "Don't subject yourself no, to no, this no, no, today." No. This is. I just want to answer this for the Michigan. No, I'm just you're saying for have, the Michigan listener, don't subject oh, yourself to sure. this today. Yeah, yeah. We're not your place today. Yeah, but I will say this for the those of you who have friends who are Michigan fans who may run into this question. Let me help you with the answer. Michigan fan tweeted me and says, "All that this says that stuff we just read to you about how." NCAA knows this was going on. That was going on with Connor Stallions. He said, all this says is what we already know. Stallions was coordinating and receiving in-person scouting videos. What am I missing here? You're missing that the NCAA caught up the big 10 and was like, listen, folks, it's, it's done and dusted. We know this guy did it. We know Michigan benefited from it because they had it. And whether or not Jim Harbaugh has an email out there that says, good job, Connor. My scout of choice. Thank you for breaking NCAA bylaws for me. Signed, Jim Harbaugh, Esquire, whatever. Like that, you don't need that. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, Esquire. You don't need that. You 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 can easily the NCAA point to this and say that's evidence of cheating by the program, someone employed by the program, and thus they're going to get a postseason something or other at some point. Maybe that's this year. Maybe they call up Michigan and say, you want to do the bull ban yourself this year, or do you want us to take it into account in three months? Your call. Uh, Jim Harbaugh never formally responded to Connor Stallions in words. However, he kept texting him eggplant emojis. (laughs) (laughs) Eggplants are just his favorite vegetable. Leave him alone. He loves his eggplant Mediterranean diet. (laughs) That's where we're at with Michigan, man. The gymnast. I'll tell you what, the best gymnastics team in all of the NCAA resides in the heads of a Michigan man because they are just flipping back and forth. Literally, that statement Michigan put out earlier today, the the NCAA, the Big Ten took too long to punish us. Why did they wait till Veterans Day? Also, the Big Ten didn't act quick enough for us. It's like, what are we talking about? You guys are... You're you're at one hand saying, give us due process, take all the time you need. And then in the next sentence, you're saying you should have punished us quicker. Which one do you want? It is a banner year for college football. I'm going to tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for stop-and-go traffic on southbound 71 on the north side between Cleveland Avenue and I-70. A couple-minute delay. And you'll want to watch out for some slow traffic on southbound 71 north side as well between Polaris Parkway and 270. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traction. Best known for their contributions to the fast food breakfast world. This is Man and Bone. All right, we have been focused on this suspension coming down today from the Big Ten, suspending Harbaugh for the final three games of the regular season and the fallout that comes from that. We're going to dive into it with a couple more details, but I have neglected everything else today. So I know. Very quickly, for the next three minutes... 
I'm going to go through everything else we had planned for the show. Are you ready? I'm going to listen and occasionally add comments. Let me pay off on the tease. I saw this tweet today. Total viewing of college football is up 15% over last year across all networks. It's now a virtual certainty this will be the most watched college football regular season ever. Wow. The sport is 15% ahead of a 2022 season that just missed being the most watched ever. So from a television business standpoint, things are going well for college football now. Uh, Jackets lose to the Stars last night. They were up 2 nothing. They lost 5-2. Line A practice today. The team sucks. By Next the way, up. thank God they spent all that money on overrated defensemen, though, because clearly given a five goal straight, that's what you paid for. That's awesome. Uh, Bears beat the Panthers in a snooze fest last night. I hate Amazon and everything associated with it. This is not a streaming rant. This is a broadcasting rant. Herbie sucks. Al is sleepy. Their crowd mix is sleepy. I don't like anything about them. They can go to hell. And I hate the fact that my team looked like big giant penises running around there last <laughs> night wearing orange. <laughs> so you might want to see a doctor. You're eating a little too much beta carotene, my man. <laughs> By the way, I just want to add the power of Taylor Swift. She got Jason Kelsey an entire segment on a he's, football. He's broadcast. one of the sexiest men alive, according to what was it, People Magazine? Yeah, how'd that happen? I don't know because we. we I'm to, saying his rating. Uh, his, his he went through the roof because he's the bro- he's not even dating her. His brother's he's dating adjacent her. I guess Swift. that's how powerful adjacent Taylor Swift is. To Swift. Uh, Buckeye hoops in action tonight against number 15 Texas A&M. This is on TV. Peacock only, kids. Mm-hmm. Peacock only. Of course, we have it here on the fan with coverage starting in about 40 minutes. The Bucks are actually favored in this game. Last time I checked, it was a point and a half. All right, let them live. Uh, okay. I guess the, the odds makers saw what they liked against Oakland the other night, and they don't believe in Texas A&M, even though they're ranked 15th in the country. And they yeah. destroyed whoever the hell they played by 30 the first game they played. But anyway, Texas A&M coming in. <sighs> Hopefully the crowd is ready to go tonight. I, I hope so, and I hope this is not shades of last year where every Big Ten game we would be like, Buckeyes have lost eight in a row, correct? And then we'd see ESPN's FPI would say, or whatever it was, whatever their their prediction machine Predi- was. Prediction to win or yeah, predict was like meter or something. 85% to win, and we were like, against a ranked Big Ten team and we've lost eight in a row? What are we missing? And then we'd watch the game and the Buckeyes would lose, and we'd go, that. yeah, that's what we thought. And then the next week, we'd be like, Buckeyes, 93% chance to win. And we're like, what? what? Why? And then they would lose again. I hope that's not season two of that. It's a new year. It's different players, some of them. Let's hope it's different this time. All right, NFL this weekend. Bengals hosting the Texans on Sunday, 1 o'clock. Jamar Chase has been limited all week because of the back. He says he is mentally preparing to play. I don't know what the hell that means. T. Higgins already ruled out. Browns on the road for the Ravens at 1 Logic would tell you that you can only watch one of these games because they're all AFC opponents. However, I want to say Browns and Ravens are on Fox and Bengals and Texans are on CBS. So both those games should be on in the market. Okay, nice. And I'm tired. Let's go back (laughs) to Michigan bitching and moaning and everything the Big Ten had to say. Uh, This, if you go to the Big Ten's website, they have... The statement from the Big Ten talking about the punishment, which is what most of the national people are tweeting out. But if you go like a little bit deeper, I think the the Big Ten aspect of this is is the tip of the iceberg, man, for Michigan. Yeah, it's bad for Michigan. As far as I'm reading this, the Big Ten put out four separate links at the bottom of this page on their website. The fourth one 
says the response from the conference to the university dated November 10th. That is the one from today. This is the official notice, the legal notice, whatever you want to say, that the Big Ten sent to Ward Manual in Michigan. Okay, mm-hmm. In that, there is the following little passage that I want to read you. It says, on October 18th, the president of the NCAA, Charlie Baker, scheduled a call with me. That would be Tony Petiti. And members of leadership from the conference, senior leadership from Michigan. During that call, that's when the NCAA disclosed all that stuff we had talked about earlier in the show about, hey, we really do have evidence on Connor Stallions doing all of it. NCAA said, we know and can prove all those things. This is what the Big Ten said about that call. This is what Tony Petiti specifically said about that call. All right. There were several extraordinary aspects of this call. It is rare and outside the NCAA's typical protocols for them to disclose information about an active investigation to anybody other than the institution under investigation. This is what we said. How we, we said yes. this. However, the NCAA stated and believed that the disclosure was necessary due to the unprecedented scope of the then-alleged scheme and because of the significant impact the impermissible scheme could have on competition during the current football season. So let me translate that a little simpler NCAA said, yeah, we don't usually do this, but this is some big time football crime as far as that goes. Like as as far as our rules go, this is kind of unprecedented. So we're going to go unprecedented ourselves and involve the conference directly so that you know how bad this is. Yeah. You read that how you want. Michigan I mean, there's fans. only one way to read that. <laughs> now, I, I understand that you're probably in this mindset right now where you think everybody's against you. You know, I get that. I saw J.J. McCarthy just went on Twitter and tweeted out bet. Oh yeah, and of course I had to ask you what the hell that meant because I'm stupid. Yeah, that's that's that the way I've always or the way I've recently heard that from again kids who hang around my oldest kids who have friends who talk like this. It is essentially, oh yeah, you don't think you, I could do this? You don't think I? Bet. You don't you don't think I'll eat that jalapeno? Bet right, and then it's watch me go do the thing you don't think I'll do. So look, JJ, I bet. You're going to go out there and win that game tomorrow against <laughs> yeah. Penn State, okay? I may, I'm not. I'm not doubting you. All I, right, I will probably literally bet on you that you'll right. win that game. But can I tell you something? 18 months from now, bet. Yeah, bet, bet that, that the NCAA is going to bend you over like Chris Merloni in a dude's prison on a show called Oz. <laughs> wow. All right. What a reference. I, I'm just saying. Bet. I, I thought we were going with a Law and Order reference at first, but nope. Wasn't he in Oz? You're probably right. I think he was in Oz. I think he went. You went straight to Oz. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, ben. man. This is this this little. Go read that whole document if you have. I don't know, like an hour to kill. Go go scroll through that. I'm not even all the way through it yet, but it's wonderful to read. I'm truly enjoying what the Big Ten's putting out. All of a sudden, the, I'll tell you, the first single they released to radio earlier today. Not my favorite, but the whole album is good. You really got to go enjoy that whole album. It's something over there. They're doing some things. They got some stuff brewing. I got to tell you, you know, yesterday we did pretty much a whole show about hot women. Uh-huh. The day before we did a whole show about crapping yourself mm-hmm. at Disney World. And here we are today talking about Michigan taking it on the chin from the Big Ten. Mm. And... I don't know which show I like better. Yes, I do. I know which one the, you like. The better. pooping and punani yes, shows. Of course. But if we're going to do a sports show, it's yeah. fun to talk about Michigan starting to really get something. I yeah. like this. And normally, you know, when with Sparty coming to town, I would say, well, we're losing all our focus on the big game. No. Buckeyes will win. 
big tomorrow. You may even see see the offense look consistent and good. Mm. Don't be fooled by that. But I'm just saying, Michigan State is that bad. Tool of the week is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should avoid 670 eastbound between 315 and Cleveland Avenue. There have been reports of shooting on the freeway, so that is closed due to police activity. Please find an alternate route. This report is sponsored by Tipico Sportsbook. Kick off football season with Tipico Sportsbook. Download and enter promo code OHIO150 to claim your exclusive welcome offer, $150 in bet credits, and a $30 football bonus. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Nicole for 97.1 the fan trap. Jen. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. Hey, the biggest tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. Uh, uh, Panama Ted has said that we have to change it to the Desmond of the Week. <laughs> That's about right. Desmond Howard. Uh, your guy. Of the Week. Uh, Jess Gentleman Sausage starts us off today. He says, my window liquors. Too hot. My tool is my boss who never comes to the job site. He came today and attempted to operate a piece of equipment to show us the proper way of running it. He spent two minutes trying to find a key, and once he got it on, he couldn't operate a controller at all. Nice. Hashtag GTH. Nice. T-Bones Running Club says, my dudes. Hated it. My tool of the week is all the Michigan people that keep saying crap like, quote, they hate us because they ain't us instead of just owning it. So annoying. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah, right. That's 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 right. Uh, Barbara Mandrell's Prunes says, my guest host of the Samantha Show. <laughs> that's probably accurate. Tool of the week is everyone out there who doesn't care that the failure to do their job right makes their co-worker's job harder. No reason I should have to put up with BS because you're crap at your job. Yes, I'm talking about you, Rose. I hope you're listening. Oh, wow. Hashtag GTH. Let me tell you something. I like it when people name names. It makes me happy. Yeah. Brad says, you guys. And he gets stoned. My tool of the weeks are all the sports announcers who don't know how to match when they put a suit and tie on. Gus Johnson is the worst when it comes to dressing. I had not paid that much attention, but I guess I have to start looking now. Gus Johnson has had a tough year for me. Yeah, You know, I used to be a fan of Gus. People gave him a bad rap because he got too enthused. I thought it was genuine, so I gave him a pass. But he sounds genuinely confused every yeah. game that he's doing now. He he does sometimes. I'm not sure why that is. Uh, DJ says, my guys. Oh, yes. My tool of the week is Common Man and Timmy Hall for embarrassing oh. me on Wednesday. Why? Well, I don't Oh, How do we embarrass you? Was that Wednesday? I mean, yesterday you guys were on. I don't know. He said, I was sitting at a stoplight with my window down when your table tennis ad came on. Oh, that's why. And a car pulls up next to me with their windows down. <laughs> they hear moaning, then yes! slowly turn their heads to give yes! me a confused, disgusted look as I give them a, quote, not sure how to proceed smile. That makes me so happy. I slowly turn my head, roll up the window, and drive away. <laughs> there you go. That's Matt Andrews for you. Yeah. Uh, Caleb says, my advanced scouts. Oh, no. I got to give tool of the week to myself for repetitively seeking out what the likes of Portnoy, Schuster, Desmond, etc. have to say. My blood boils and head explodes when I read their word vomit. Oh, please don't. But I can't stop going back to the well. Send help. Yeah, that, that's... Please, I know. Please don't. Uh, T-Bone's nature account says, my guys. I've wrestled in North Korea. My tool of the week is my head supervisor at my office job who didn't know my name when asked. There's only 15 people in our team, and I've been working there for over a year and a half. Absolute tool. Yeah, I'd say so. That's We don't have anybody like that here. 
Uh, no. Nope. No. Uh, the, no. the contrarian says, my code H's. And going up for balls and exposing yourself. Code H means uh, human poo violation oh. at Disney World. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Okay. My tool of the week is my wife for constantly deciding that if I don't want something at this time, that means I hate that thing for all time. Example, I'd prefer to eat at X. Wife, sorry, son. Your dad hates all other restaurants. <laughs> also, why are you eating at Twitter? No, I got it. Uh, Pauly T-shirt says, my inline crappers. Some early onions. My tool of the week is me because I crapped in a line. No. Uh, my tool of the week is me because, once again, I needed to stop drinking bourbon. I had people over this week. I introduced two separate couple of friends to each other and proceeded to pants my friend oh. in front of the other couple. Oh, yeah. Complete strangers to him. I feel awful. You, you should, you feel should. Awful. You're, you That sounds terrible. Way to nominate yourself, though, also, for tool of the week. Also, glad Dwight Howard is listening to the show. <laughs> no. That was just a one-time little... Little yank of the pants, Mike. That's all. Oh, there's a yank. Pleasure sauce says, "My guys, it's a game of inches." Asked the Cox. My tool of the week is a certain Cincinnati quarterback who says he goes to bed every night at eight p.m. but doesn't explain what's waiting for him in there. I'm guessing every night looks like a busy weekend at the Playboy Mansion. You, the man, Joey B. Hashtag banging like a rock star. All right, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, if you missed that, Joe Burrow announced that on you know days where they're not playing in primetime, he goes to bed at 8 p.m., which okay. I say, good for you. He needs his rest. Yeah, he's a professional athlete. He yeah. should do whatever he needs to do. Uh, Eric says, my guys. Dude, I crushed you in the cleans and I crushed you in the snatch. Yeah. Till the week goes to the lady at McDonald's. She grabbed my bag, went through it, and complained about the items being wrong. Oh. She looks at the number on her receipt to finally realize that it wasn't hers and then moved back so I could grab it and apologize. Hashtag GTH. Yeah, hashtag go to jail. Like, for real. Why are you doing that? Don't don't jump in front of people. That's no good. Uh, Max says, my guys. That's completely wrong. <laughs> my tool of the week is my former boss for letting me go over text message. And when I confronted him, he said, quote, I don't need to give you a reason. Well, you kind of do. I mean, I don't know what the, the law. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what your what I mean, kind the, of employment. The reason maybe yeah. we don't have any money. Well, the, you know, that, that, that's a that's a reason. Yeah, that's a reason. But you you do. Yeah, you can't just say you're fired. Why? Because because I said like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, Ethan says my tool of the week is the person who stacked a pallet of water with every single layer of Celsius on the bottom, making me unnecessarily unstack the pallet. So I'm guessing he means Celsius? like Celsius. What does that mean? Celsius is like one of those energy drink things. Oh, I think it's like a little skinny can. So I assume it's energy drink. Anyway, he wanted that, I guess, and the water was all on top of I see. probably that. So he had to unstack it. I got, I got it. it. Uh, Fred says, "My guys, <laughs> my tool of the week is Damon's for not staying in business. And why has nobody else done the little speakers at each table where you can choose the game you want? Have a good weekend. Hashtag go to hell. Hashtag goose spigot. Agreed. And that is one of their best innovations ever. The little change the speaker so you can hear the sound thing brilliant shake and bake says my sack in-laws go to hell uh my tool of the week is nick saban for going on pat mcafee every week he knows exactly what he's doing recruits the next five to ten years will watch him and his program every week and give him a huge boost in ratings for the upcoming season by the way here's here's this for you nick saban uh he has a, a motor group called Dream Motor Group. They yep. purchase uh, car dealerships. Well, he he owns it. There's a few I, I like Saban, he Mercedes, owns, he owns that a few kind of, of them. Guess yeah. what? He owns two more. Oh. He has purchased two Mercedes-Benz dealerships in a $700 million deal. Yeah. Nick Saban. <laughs> 700. Now, he's not the only 
principal owner in this group. Sure. But, but still, Nick but, Saban doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, by the way, if I owned two dealerships that were worth $700 million, you couldn't pay me enough money to get out of bed. I, I'd, I'd get out of bed. I wouldn't tell you what I'm doing. I'd never I'd never show up anywhere. i just cash those checks. Maya says, my guys. Degenerate Nebo. My tool of the week is Pascal Vincent. It's not that hard to fix the jackets and Johnny specifically. Stop changing the lines every game and the chemistry will start to build and the goals will come. Also, trade Elvis. He's a bum. Uh, no, Pascal Vincent, if you listen to all his press conferences now, it's like he coaches an AHL team. I know. You know, it's like Brutal. We just need to continue with the steps and we're going to get better and accountability. I, I don't want any of that crap. I'm tired of it. They're it's been 20 years of this crap. Well, you know what? I, Win some damn games and shut your hole. I know it's two of the week, but just one more thought on that. You built the team. Did they draft these guys? No, not all of them. A lot of them they signed this offseason. They signed a few of them anyway. They paid them to be here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pay the professionals. Go ahead. Treat them like... Go on. Spaghetti, says my guy. Chimdi Chiqua. There's no way to go from being that angry about spaghetti. something to then just... Spaghetti, spaghetti. says... Yeah. Uh, my tool of the week is Jim Harbaugh's mom for deciding to have him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey. come on now. Now, I mean, I'm glad he's here, but I think he sucks. Yeah, all right. Uh, Jordan Spieth, Ski, Spieth. sorry. Spieth! Says my guys. Oh, yeah! Tool of the week is having to go to D.C. for my nephew's wedding. The wedding is during the OSU game, so go straight to jail. That's all right. You're not going to miss anything this no, week. It's You'll be able to watch the highlights. The if highlights it's, will if be... it's close this week, you better turn in Monday for the Bleach Fest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Mother Jeff and Douglas says my guys. <laughs> My tools are Common Man and Timmy for getting one of the GOAT TV women and Common Man's missed opportunity, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, her too. Jennifer Love Hewitt, they said you forgot no, her. No, I didn't apparently. forget her. I brought her up yesterday. Oh, you now, did. we didn't spend a lot of time on her. Okay. But I did, trust me. He, I never forget Jennifer Love Hewitt. He also had the hashtag strong upper torso. Oh, very strong upper torso. I only, I only have I two. said that about Jody Sweet, and I think she had a strong upper torso. <laughs> I only have two more to read, and I will have actually done something I've never We're done until the week, which is read all of them. Can I read the last two? We're out of time. Man and Bones Dilda Rooney says, my Dilda Rooney's. And who's going to break the news to Steven Stamkos? Told the week is common, man, for not saying excess, Texas, and sexus anymore. Hashtag GTH. I'm sorry. Nuckeye Butt says, my average height gentleman. Would you like to touch my monkey? I told the week is Mike for avoiding the five-man booth show. You put out a poll, you I'm should not. deliver. Look, if dude. you already did it, then I'm a tool. But otherwise, no, GTH! we have not done it. We will do it. But it's when football season ends, that, it has like February written all over it. Yeah. All right, we're going to have the chaos. It's going to be a terrible show. You're going to get your wish. It's going to be awful radio. We're gonna but f- we will do it, we're I gonna promise. Five-man booth it. We're going to Max and Lulu Fine. it, I think, on the podcast, oh, aren't we? Oh, my God. Are they coming in, too? Th- no. On Seven the po- man? We'll, we'll do a Pax, a, Pax, a Max and Lulu podcast. That's what we're going to do, do as well. people want to hear from Max and Lulu? We'll find out. Put them on the podcast. No one wants to listen to it? Then. Max and Lulu work upstairs. They're very nice ladies. They have lots of things to say. They can tell stories about us. Oh, they sure can. They can tell stories about all the inner workings at this radio station. Back page. Come. Oh, I'm sorry. We have to pick a winner. Oh, Go yeah. Uh, bleh, bleh. Who is... Oh, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to give it to DJ who got uh, your table tennis promo to embarrass him. You got him all hot! No shame, DJ. DJ gets a gift card to the Walrus. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. You should avoid eastbound 670 between 315 and Cleveland Avenue. It is closed 
due to police activity. There have been reports of shooting on the freeway near the Arena District, so avoid that area. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Buckeye warm-up is coming up at the top of the hour. Yes, Buckeye basketball with a big game tonight against Texas A&M. Our coverage starts in about 10 minutes. The host of Buckeye warm-up, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. You guys. Oh, Timmy. Happy Friday. Timmy. The cheating bastard is suspended. So so now (laughs) you've got Buckeye basketball pregame. You're not going to have a a Buckeye show Uh, to really digest everything. But give me your thoughts on what the Big Ten did today to Jim Harbaugh. I've been listening to your show. and, And look, we did the show yesterday. I think what's been fascinating about this is Almost every single person I talk to, whether they cover the beat or whether they're a fan, they've had a different idea about what the punishment should be for Jim. Yeah. And we know that we're not even halfway done with things yet. I'm I'm now just starting the feeling. We did the show on Wednesday. Dave Holmes came in here and he suggested like a multi-year bowl ban. And he kind of knocked me back a little bit, you know, like on the spot. I hadn't thought that far ahead. And I said, whoa, you know, I'm thinking he said maybe two or three years of a bowl ban. And as I drove home and as I thought about it more in the ensuing days, if you think of if there was rampant cheating going on in multiple seasons and you were compromising the integrity of the sport and all the other teams around you, wouldn't it be sufficient to have a one-year bowl ban per year? It was deemed that you cheated your butts off? Possibly so. Now, you're going to be in a room with a bunch of different people with different takes on what suspension should be, so maybe that slims down, but I'm not just thinking about this three-game suspension now. No, this is the uh, this is just the beginning. I'm almost feeling like it'll be a year at least. Like, he'll be suspended for the entire 2024 season, which we kind of all know in this room he'll just leave. Magic Johnson, yeah. I'm not going to be here anymore, and who, who then we go that? on. Is that Eastern Magic, European no. Magic Johnson? Uh, yes, very good. <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers, <laughs> not so good. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, so it's, you, you're thinking now about the game and what people are going to say about it, how this will be debated. I think it's all fun now. It plays into it for sure. The pressure that's now going to be on Ryan Day. This is oh, uh, this so is a hundred. So much pressure on Ryan Day. A hundred percent though, a deserved suspension and it seems like they're getting off easy in the moment with just missing their head coach for game days, for game only, days only for three games. I think they win by two touchdowns tomorrow. I think they beat Penn State by two touchdowns. What do you say? Yeah, I we picked these games yesterday. It was only a four and a half point spread. I think they win by at least a touchdown. I don't know if it's two, but I think they win. Oh, you by think at they least go on the road and win? I, they go on the road and win. They're just a they're a better football team. Again, this is also stupid because they were close to getting back to being a championship contender type of team. And they elected to have someone in their program go and do this over a year's time. So people want to call Ohio State soft. What's softer than cheating again and again and again and again and again when you could just be the better team? I got an answer for you on that, Timmy. Because not only do they cheat, this uh, this this document they've got on the Big Ten's website is great. It talks about this meeting they had with the NCAA, Michigan, Again, the president of the NCAA was on this call. The commissioner of the Big Ten is on this call, and Ward Manuel's on this call. This was before the this coaches is, all had this their is, powwow? This is October 18th, so we're so talking yes. 
not quite like three weeks ago plus. Okay. They called and said, NCAA said, Hey, we got some info. We want to share with everybody what we found on Connor stallions. Then on October 18th, Michigan leadership did nothing about Connor stallions on October 19th. They did nothing about Connor stallions on October 20th. Tony Petiti called them back and said, Hey, remember that stuff we talked about a couple days ago? What are you doing with that guy on your sidelines? You going to do anything about that? And then that day is when they suspended ah, him without pay. With pay. Or with pay. You're with right. Pay. With, with pay. pay. And then Sorry, he was right. fired slash resigned. Yes, but I'm saying that's... that's yeah, that was just a week ago. Yeah, I'm saying that's right. probably not also great for the big for Michigan when it comes to the NCAA where it's like, hey, we're giving you all this info. You might want to... If you didn't know anything about it, you might want to do something about this. They did nothing until the Big Ten called them back and said, hey, remember that? Did you want to look? want to do something? Look, we're we're all adults here, and people can maybe point the finger and say, oh, you're just playing the Ohio State side of the fence, and you're trying to dump and pile on Michigan. No, it's really not that way. When you read the response from the attorneys and Ward Manual, it was all just sort of, we said it yesterday, Connor Stallion's was fired or had to be resigned because of this. And now, as you see, it's because all of this stuff was dumped on Michigan's desk. This happened over yes, no, years' that's not, time. That's not disputable. You're not just able to just point around the room and say, well, look at what all of these other guys well, did. Well, they did. Which you don't and even have the evidence big, of. The Big Ten said, you don't have any evidence. Go prove it to us. It's You saying it is not the same thing as you proving it. Yeah, they're, they're, we have evidence on your guy. They're getting what they deserve today. Well, they'll they'll get it from the NCAA, too. All right, Buckeyes in Texas A&M tonight. Buckeyes are favored by a point and a half. You think they win? Let's take it. What? Take it. What? Take it to the river. Take it to the bank. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. All right, kids. Take it to the bank. Timmy right. said it. Boom. There you go. Uh, I'll tell you, this is the type of thing I, I would love to have happen to me someday with one of my favorite bands. 80 people got to have basically my dream of being at a bar where a huge band just randomly shows up and says, we'd like to play for you, if you don't mind. Apparently, the... Uh, that is amazing. The Covenant Bar Pub... The, sorry, the Covenant Bar or Garden Pub in London. The owner there, Tommy, Tommy McGinnis, got a call... And said, hey, would you mind if a big U.S. band swung through unannounced and played a show in the next couple of a days? A guy named Tommy McGinnis owns <laughs> a pub in London? Get <laughs> out of know. here. Oh, no, yes. no, no. He said, we've got a few unsigned artists that play here all the time. We stream those shows online. I had no idea that Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day watches oh, these videos. Get out. Green Day showed up and played in front of 80 people at this pub. Nice. Get out. They played all their hits. They're getting ready for their big Saviors tour coming up. So, Are you a big fan live. or is that not hard oh, enough no, for I'd, you? I'd love to go see... I'm saying that would be one of the bands that if they showed up at a bar, I would lose my mind. They did a little like intimate concert in uh, Amazon Prime. Just oh, check sure. it out. It was okay. like a two part thing. I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah. I love Green Day. All right. Buckeyes and Texas A&M coverage coming up next. We will see you Monday. Have a great weekend. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Traffic has stopped on westbound I-70 on the east side between Kelton Avenue and that 71 east split. About a 15-minute delay there. Things have also slowed to a stop on 71 northbound on the south side between 104 and 315. And you should still avoid 670 eastbound near the Arena District. It is closed to police activity um, due to reports of shooting. 
This report is sponsored by Take 5 Car Wash. This fall, when leaves fall on your car, take that car to Take 5 Car Wash, where a range of tunnel options will get your car nice and clean. Then shake your fist angrily at a tree. Visit Take 5 Car Wash today. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus.